Welcome to AOM Podcast, episode 18, guest starring Rudy Galvin. Let's get to it. How you doing? Doing good, man. Thanks for uh, coming on now. Loving this drink you made me here. You're welcome. What was this again? Uh, oh, like what we made yeah, it what, with? What was the drink that we made the, It was a salted caramel whiskey and vanilla cream soda. That's right. That's right. I'll be posting the photo. So you're, if you're listening to this and you saw the photo, you've probably already seen it, but that's the, those are the two ingredients right there. This is delicious. I can't take, like I said, I can't take 100% credit for this one uh, just because... Um, when we dive into it more, but if anybody goes, I don't know if it's all Regal Theaters. Could just be the one in Dublin. Yeah. Um, but they have themed drinks after the Batman. This was one of them. I just kind of tweaked the ingredients. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy because it, I can taste the damn caramel. It's nice, right? Yeah. It's smooth. It's hella smooth. Like, I, wouldn't, I would not have guessed this to be an alcoholic beverage or anything. Um, <clears throat> so today we'll be talking about, uh, later in the, in the episode, we'll be talking about the Batman uh, full spoilers, everything. So we'll let you, uh, we'll, we'll remind you when we get to that point. Um, cause you finally saw the Batman movie, right? I did. And, uh, <clears throat> and you listened to my, you listened to the episode before then. I and did. So I knew what was coming. I, I prepared <clears throat> myself. Awesome. Awesome. So we'll definitely, uh, dive into that a little bit later. Um, but before that, um, I wanted to talk about some nonsense, but even before that one, uh, I wanted to ask how, cause we haven't spoken since, the championship game? Yeah. yeah. No. Wait. Yeah, the NF- NFC championship game, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So how was the Super Bowl, man? I did you didn't you have to like make a trip? I did. Um the Super Bowl was good. I um I went down to visit my dad and my my whole family are Rams fans. Like all of them. I'm I'm the only outcast. I'm the Niner fan. Um and they <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. Honestly, I have no <laughs> idea. Um which is really weird to me because, you know, if it was my child I would have groomed you to be a certain fan, you know, especially growing up in a household like that. But my only thing is, I think, again, when I was born, the Niners were the team during that decade. Like, oh. they, and then the, the Niners were the team of the 80s. Cowboys were the team of the 90s, you know, yada, yada. So that may have had something to do with it, I'm thinking, because, again, I don't know how my dad even let that happen, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I don't, like, for me, you know, I was, you know, I'm a Denver fan. I, I don't know how. I mean, I, I got, I got, I, don't it, even know how. I got it from my, well, I, I got it from my dad, but it's like, oh, I don't know how my dad was a fan. <laughs> I just remember like, cause that, that was the time I think he was just like being a hater towards the Niners. Cause that was the time when Denver was going to the Super Bowl, yeah. even though, you know, they got destroyed by the Niners. Hey. <laughs> hey, it happens. Dude. It happens, you know? And then, and then, you know, at that time when I was finally starting to get of age and really, really grasp football, that's when Denver won back to back Super Bowls in, uh, in the mid nineties. Yeah. And so that's why it's like, I think that's how it resonated with me. It's just my dad enjoyed it because my brother and my, my tío, uh, Fernando, I mean, they were all diehard Niners, Niners. dude, like hardcore. So it's a trip how that happens. Yeah. No, but it was, it was good though. Um, I knew once, you know, once the Rams won, 
that my dad was going to go all out, you know, for the Super Bowl. So that that's his team. So I knew I was going to have to make a trip down. So I did, and it was a good time. Like, my dad was there. My grandpa was there. Um, you know, my dad has this freaking 10-foot blow-up Rams guy in his front yard. Are you serious? Oh, I'm, oh yeah. <laughs> big old Rams thing in his the front The inflatable yard. dudes? Oh, yeah. Big, oh my big God. old inflatable football. You know, big old guy, you know. And the house was all decorated in freaking blue and yellow and... You know, oh my god! Oh, he went hard. Which I mean, but it was a good time though. Um, I mean, yeah, because he lives in Los Angeles or in no, the area. No, my dad lives in Bakersfield. Oh, Bakersfield. Yeah. Oh shoot! I thought it was like down in. Sacramento. No, 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 no. Um, that's not that far of a drive then. No, it was about three and a half hours. Oh, okay. no, it wasn't bad. Um, so you know, he, you know, like I said, you know, had the whole thing going on over there. So it was a good time. Everybody, everybody, everybody you know, enjoyed themselves. And you know, my dad hasn't seen his team win since what ninety nine, two thousand. Whew, so, yeah, the last thing that was the last time um, when Brady's career started. Yeah, and I wasn't there for that one. Um, I was in the Marine Corps at that point, so I wasn't there to oh, help yep. him celebrate. So it was cool. Um, you know, me, him, and my grandpa, you know, shared a moment after the game. You know, uh, you know I, generational uh, Marines. Yeah, we had shots, had a hug out. You know, hey, congratulations, <laughs> your team won. You know, <laughs> you beat my team to get there. Whatever. I'll give him your props. Fine, you guys did good. That's awesome, man. No, that's that's. Uh... That's it's always you know it's funny because like you know I watched the Super Bowl and it was entertaining. It just it was a good game. It was definitely a good game and halftime was legit. I yeah, loved oh, the halftime. Yeah, yeah. I and, honestly thought it was going to turn out like as far as the game goes, um, like the way it started was at thirteen zero, and I was like, oh, it's about to be an ugly game, right? Mm-hmm. Then Denver came back, so it actually made for Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh yeah, Cincinnati. Sorry, we were talking about we Denver. got we got Denver in your head. I like it. <laughs> um, Cincinnati came back, so you know it made it a very good game. They almost came back like the Patriots yeah. against the Falcons, man. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, th- I thought I was like, oh, I saw the Rams getting in trouble, and I was like, oh, Dad started to get pissed. So like, mm. <laughs> it's about to be a real uncomfortable household if they lose. Hey, but you got to have that, man. You got to have that like stress. I mean, dude, yeah. look how we were with the with we were the watching Niners, the Niner yeah, games. Uh, stressed out. Oh my god, uh, I felt bad for y'all. I mean, I wasn't even. A, I'm a Bronco fan. I was like feeling it for you guys. Right, I'm just see? like, yo. <laughs> Yeah, but no, it was it was good. Like all around, like you're saying, the halftime show it was great. The halftime show, the game, like it was all it was a good day. That's awesome. Yeah, it's always it's always uh, really entertaining when you enjoy the big game and with fans of that uh, mm-hmm. of that team or whatnot because it's more you know more impactful, more oh, meaningful. Yeah. Speaking of football and, and teams in Denver and stuff, man, how about how about the news this morning? Two big things news. Two. two, two. Oh, that's right. Two. So. First one, the big one, I'm, I'm at work, you know, I'm just chilling. All of a sudden, my phone, you know, I'm in a conference call at work, and all of a sudden, my um, my watch chimes, and it's like, breaking news, ESPN. And I look at it, I take a quick glance, and at first, it showed just a Denver logo, because, you know, I get Denver alerts. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what the hell they do now? Get rid of another, <laughs> get rid of, you know, fire the organization now. What's going on? So I scroll, and sure enough, Russell Wilson picture pops up, and I'm like, what is this? And this is breaking news. You know, Seattle and uh, Denver come up with like a mutual verbal agreement or something, a pending, you know, pending Russell physical Wilson. like they always do, yeah. just to make sure dude's still in shape, all that stuff. And I was like, what? So, yeah, so Russell Wilson being traded to the Broncos? I Dude, I don't think, and like I told you, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Other than the two teams, like that wasn't even a rumor. I didn't hear nothing because I watch, you know, first take. I watch all the sports stuff, you know, in the mornings, ESPN, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Nothing. I, mean, I didn't. I, even, I haven't heard nada. Like I knew Russell was like wanting to leave I, yeah. or something. There's there, some friction going on in Seattle with with the Pete Carroll and them. I want to. I want to say I read maybe less than a week ago or a week ago that they had no like Russ was not going anywhere. Yeah, because who was. Uh, sh- 
shoot. There was a team that expressed interest in getting Russ, and they're like, no, we're not getting rid of uh, of Russell. And I was like, yeah. I think it was Jacksonville or someone. He was at Washington because. Oh, I, yes. Because I remember seeing Commander. It said com- oh, the God, commanders. The commanders. Yeah. Washington. Yeah, it was Washington asking. And then Seattle was like, no, none of that. And then right? all of a sudden, Denver's it's just like. Denver yep. out of nowhere. Like, he's a Denver Bronco. I'm like, whoa. What? Well, I mean, it's still not finalized. Or I'm sure it, it's something like it's gonna that happen. probably will be, though. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, Denver's given up a crap ton for 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 uh, and i think seattle i mean i think seattle's i wouldn't say kind of crazy for wanting that if that's what they wanted i don't know what they wanted for him because I think again, he wasn't act i don't know if they were they might have been actively shopping him or you know whatever but to me that's a lot i didn't pay attention for to a the, guy that's been in i'm don't get me wrong he uh, to me he's still a great i think he's still a great quarterback yeah i think he has like at least three more years but that's a lot to give up for for three years for well i mean <laughs> He's been in the league for a minute. I mean, he's a super what Super Bowl champion, right? Yeah. yeah, Super Bowl champion. Been in the league for a minute, and you gave up what two, four, about five total picks. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Five total picks, right? And yeah. then three and players. Broncos will receive a twenty twenty two fourth round pick, and then one, two, yeah, three players. So three, three players, players and four five, pick, five, five picks. picks. That's that's a lot. Yeah, and I mean. It, I mean, again, I don't, I don't know the Broncos roster. You probably do better than I do. I honestly don't know, other than Russell Wilson, who do they have? Like, I mean, Denver, Denver. Do they have like anybody? Like, they just gave up like a lot of their picks. Well, so they, do have, they have him. Anybody for him? They have. They have. I mean, they have wide receivers. They just like extended contracts with some of the wide receivers. Um, so damn. Just got a, just got another alert from the Seahawks. So the uh, the Seahawks must be unloading their roster. They must be going through a rebuild. Seahawks said they just released Bobby Wagner. Oh wow! The defense guy, Bobby Wagner, ten year ten year vet with the Seahawks. They released him. See, Denver needs to pick him up. We need a defense. Okay. We got rid of Von Miller. He's a Super Bowl champion now. <laughs> uh-huh. But Seattle must be going through it though. Oh, dude, they I'm telling you, I, I'm pretty roster. sure they're in the rebuild. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we hear Pete Carroll departing soon. I can't stand that guy. I don't know if they'll go. I don't know if they'll go all the way out with just rebooting everything. They might. I don't. I don't know. I can't stand Pete Carroll, honestly. <laughs> so the other news was uh, was it the Aaron, Aaron Rodgers? Rogers. Man, I, Bruh. that's a wow. He's now the highest paid quarterback in, or football player in NFL history. In NFL history, surpassing uh, Dak Prescott. So let me see if I can bring up the information real quick. Four year, two hundred million dollars. There you go. With a, wasn't it 135 guarantee? 135 oh, was mil- it guarantee? I didn't see the guarantee. Yeah, I think. Uh, watch, let me bring it up. I think it was 135 Jesus. guarantee. Like, bro, this guy. I'm sorry, dude. I said it last time. He does not deserve. See, Rogers is done. Like, he ain't gonna be playing. Well, Stephen A. You know, you know Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Dude, he was talking about it afterwards, and he says, like, he said, and I thought it was great. He was like 153 million oh. guaranteed. So a two hundred million dollar deal, but one hundred fifty three million is guaranteed. That's what the crazy? F- <laughs> Why just give him the whole damn thing? Just give him two hundred million. But like, Stephen A. was saying it. He was like, he's probably one of the best quarterbacks. You know, he's probably one of the best quarterbacks right now. You know, in the league. He was like, he says he's one hundred percent. He thinks he's one hundred percent worth all that money. But where's the championships to show for it? Where's yeah. the if he doesn't make it? Like it, you know. He's like he let me down on the on the Niner game. He was like, "Dude, you just got outperformed and outdueled by Jimmy Garoppolo." Yeah, and he was like, "So, but where's the championships? You're going to pay him all this money. He's you better 
you better make it to the Super Bowl like two out of four of those. Yeah, games. I message, I message, um, I posted that on my Facebook, and one of my uh, personal uh, friends, uh, who's a Packer fan, he hit me up, and he's and uh, he's like, wow, what did he? I don't know what he said, but he said some along the uh, along the lines because I was like, you know, I'm happy. It's better than Aaron Rodgers. That's kind of what I said. I'd rather have Russell Wilson than Rodgers. And he's like, why? Like, you must have a compelling argument to have to not want the, an MVP or the MVP. And I'm like, it's simple. I want I want Super Bowl championships, not mm-hmm. regular season MVP awards. I go, this guy's got four more years. I guarantee you he is not going to win a Super Bowl in the next four years, let alone the one Super Bowl he has. He's lucky to even have that one. I was in one, when, what was it, the Bears, and Jay Cutler had a freaking hurt. I don't know what the hell he had. He had a freaking cramp or something. And he, Like, it was, like, given to them, man. Like, it was no competition. Like, it was clear for them to go to the Super Bowl and win it. Like, if you look at that season. And they had a. Their roster was like legit. Yeah. Their roster was stacked. So it was like it was like that's when I think they had what like Jordy Nelson as their tight end. Or no, he was, was he, he was a wide receiver. Wide receiver. But he Jordy was like, Nelson, he was but then he the had what, Randall Cobb still. I think that at that point he had a bunch of players on his. He, they were stacked so at that point. He's lucky to have that one Super Bowl, but I, I don't see him doing it, man. Yeah, I I can see the I can see the Packers having great seasons and yes i can see them in the super in the playoffs but every single year there, but when they get there he ah, sucks yeah. he doesn't he sucks in the playoffs like he literally needs to be number one to have that bye week and then even then it's he, like not even enough for him because you know, you know one what less it reminds game. me you know who he reminds me of hmm. the saints and drew Brees. yeah think about it drew Brees every year set records touchdowns yards he has the stacked roster, they would go, they would lose what, two, three games, maybe four out of the entire season. Yeah. Always take the division, always take the conference. And then when they get there, yeah. gone. So that's, that's how I and see. And they have what? Drew Brees had what? One Super Bowl? One win? Super Bowl they, as well. There you go. See? Yeah. And, and that's what I'm telling you. Like, I don't see Rodgers ain't going to, Rodgers ain't going to, ain't going to win another chip. I just, I, I just don't see it. See it. Because, Thank you. Again, yeah. because, I mean, look at, just look what he has to, look what he has to go against, though, honestly. There's a lot of young and hungry teams out there now. Yeah. I mean, you got to go up against, you know, I mean, not even in the West. Say he does make it to the Super Bowl, but look what you're going to have to go against. People like the Chiefs, people like the Bills, you know, but again, the Titans, you know, the Titans. But when you go. Shit, the, the Bengals keep it up, the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, the Bengals. But I mean, yeah. you know, when you go up against like. I, in the I, West, you've got the Rams. Yeah, but it was, you got the Niners. Maybe now I don't know about that's still to be determined now. But I, well, let me tell you, the Niners are undefeated against the uh, Packers, Aaron Rodgers right? in the playoffs. So that's, it doesn't honestly it don't even matter if you're good or bad. Point. I mean, yeah. Trey Lance could be in that piece and they'll make it happen. It's still, true. I mean, he could do great. I, I mean, you never know. But we'll see what happens with that team. But um, yeah, dude, I honestly he don't that I, team. I don't see it. I don't see Rodgers doing it though. Honestly, you could pay I him don't. all that money to stay there. I don't see him doing it. Yeah, I, 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 I really don't. I, I don't either, man. Because they still have to pay Devontae Adams. They still they have to put a lot of key players, you know, key pieces in place still. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I, I don't see it happening, man. I don't know. I think that's crazy. Like, I mean, good for him. I mean, dude, $50 million per season, 153 right? guaranteed. I mean, get, like, get your money. Bro, but, get paid. Like, But damn, like, you better deliver. I just, you know what, too, man, that's just, like, on a kind of, like, not really off-topic, but side thing, like, that's just, like, crazy money to me. Like, who the fuck, $50 million a year for to play football? Like, Yeah, well, in that short of time frame, yes. I was going to say, I mean, I'm looking at, like, a baseball aspect because the, look at, like, the baseball players, um, like my team, the Dodgers, they got Mookie Betts. And 
what was it, Bryce Harper for the Phillies. Um, and there was another, Manny Machado, I think, for the Padres. They signed $300 million contracts, 300 plus. But that was, but that's also extended over 10 years. See, that kind of makes sense. So they're, they're at about like 20 to 30 mil a year. So they're not making 50 mil like Rodgers is. No. I just, I mean, I think just in general, I mean, Oh, either way. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, just in general, like, you're getting paid this millions of dollars to play a game. Like, that's insane. Right. You know? Uh, like, even, like, movie actors and all that, dude. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get paid $50 million just to make a Iron Man whatever. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell? I just, I don't know. It's just crazy money to me. Like, that's, that's you know a- how many people, like, can benefit off that? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm kind of getting at. It's just like. And that's, like, and that's, like, a crazy thing, too. Like, all this money that they're getting paid. Like, well, if we go back to baseball, there might not even be a season. That's, oh, shit. That's still in a lockout. Oh, oh, they still make that even then? No, well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, I don't know how that works, like, as far as a lockout is concerned, if they still get that money mm. since they're not playing. Because I know in, like, certain contracts, as far as, like, players go, I think you have to, in their contracts, I think it's like you have to play X amount of games in order to earn this much money. Like you have oh, to be at least okay. 70% or 80% of the games in order for you to earn the full potential. Oh, so okay. I don't know how that works if, during a lockout. So, but that's something else, man. I'm telling you, that's crazy money. It's a lot of money. 200 mil, four years, 153 guaranteed. 50 mil breaks down to 50 million per season. That's, that's crazy. 50 million in one year, dude. That's more than 50 people making a lifetime. 50 people, man. Oh, that's, a lot of people. That's, that's, that's a million dollars. <laughs> I'm going on another tax bracket here. I mean, hey, on. that's more than 50 million 50 people making a lifetime dog. Right, there you go. <laughs> Shut up. You know where I was going with it. <laughs> like, dude, I'd be happy to die surpassing a million dollars earned in a year. I'd be lucky to do that shit, dude. Like, these people over here is like, man, I'm like, this is 50 lifetimes. I'm right? 200 lifetimes I'm, I'm living here. Seriously. You know? I mean, shit, you can put all that money away and. Every single family member for the next 200 years will be good. You know what I'm saying? Like, people just don't know how to manage their money. They start buying crazy shit. Which Wait. I don't think I would ever do, though, honestly. I, like, I mean, have you, have you ever thought about it? Like, if you, oh, like, yeah. If you I, hit it, like, what I would mean, you, who hasn't fantasized right? having a lot of money? I don't think I would, though. Here's, like, I mean, to a point, I don't like... like I, I don't like the high-end, like, fast, <clears throat> like, European cars. You know, I, I don't, yeah. I, I'm not... I don't like that. Like, you give me, like, a... I'll, like the new Jeep, I'll be cool with that. Yeah. Like, I, I'll give me like a like one car of each thing. Like, I, I need a Jeep. Like, give me something off road. You know, give me. I'll take a luxury car, but it doesn't have to be like a freaking Ferrari. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. give me like something nice. Like, see, I I feel I feel like I I know what you're saying, and I feel like I'm kind of the same way. Like, I think more than anything, like when it comes to like vehicles, I'm. People know me like I don't give a shit about cars. Like I really don't. Like mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'll be like, oh, that car looks nice. That's cool. You know, for me, it would just be like I would like to have if I had you know a lot of money. I'd be like, yeah, I would like to have like each type. You know, like I'll have a nice yeah. sedan. I'll have a nice you know truck. I have a nice, and that's like about it. Like it'd be literally like different types. Not mm-hmm. like I have seventy cars. They're all do the same shit, but right? they're just this different model, color, model, model, different. different model. Yeah, like no, like, like that don't make sense. You know, I want to fucking, you know, I need everything. I need a motorcycle. I need a ATV. I need a, a car, a, a fucking truck, a fucking boat, a fucking plane. 
You know what I mean? Like every single type of yeah. transportation, a fucking locomotive, man. I want to own some train tracks and right? shit. Give me a, you know, give me a 64 so I can cruise the streets, you know? Yeah. Give, you me, know? An, give me a low rider. I'll just bounce around for a little while. <laughs> you know, uh, but no, I, I've always thought of that too. Like I just, I don't know. I'd feel like I'd, I'd, I'd spoil myself more in property than anything else. Like I would like to like buy some land, buy a house and then like mm. buy locations. Like, okay, I have a house in LA or Anaheim, so I can hit up Disneyland, whatever right. the fuck I want. Hit up, have a house in somewhere in the woods, Oregon or some shit. Have a house over here in Florida. Like that's what I would like invest in more. Is, I, is I, property, dude. Like, I'd probably be honestly, I'd probably spend it on the most random shit too. Like, you know, if I hit hella money, like I'd probably pay everything off first, and then like the first thing I would do is be like Disneyland season pass, <laughs> like. <laughs> Club 33. You know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, yeah. I want to be Club 33. Shit, dude. I'd buy all kinds of Legos and shit. I'd buy hella hot toys. Uh, man. I mean, I'd buy a house just so I could house that shit. In. I'd go get the $6,000 Darth Maul Funko Pop just because I can. <laughs> that's hella funny. Yeah, see, that's the stupid shit I'd be buying. Mm-hmm. I'd be wasting my money on. I'm over here like. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, though, if you had that kind of money and that's the kind of shit you spend it on, though, it's better that than $200,000 cars, you know, that yeah, you're never going to drive. Yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's the same way. I mean, the way I am with, like, I guess those type of things, that's how some people are if you're a car collector. I guess. I don't know, man. I just feel some people are just on some next level shit. Speaking of uh, people being on some next level shit, mm-hmm. I wanted to take a moment and talk about uh, uh, a gentleman who's uh, having an internal crisis. Oh, Lord almighty. And that's a little uh, pun right there in the name of the episode. <laughs> Uh, Kanye West, man. This guy. What is happening? So listen, I'm gonna be real with you, real quick. I'm gonna tell you, he's a nut. Like, yeah, he's he's crazy. Listen, I I like I like Kanye's music up until 808s and Heartbreak, and I'll tell you why. Thank you. Um, everything before that was fantastic, and I think the reason after that, you know, after uh 808s and Heartbreak, because from uh, what was it? graduation it's graduation then eight to heartbreak i think right after he did graduation his mother passed away right and then people so, say that has a lot what to do with it yeah and that's and that's we'll, what see, we'll get into that right now and that's what I'm, that's what i'm kind of thinking because i mean it's true it's depending on how close you are to your mom it, it, can, it be, can it can be extremely traumatizing it could affect him in many ways physically mentally like all kinds of things and on top of that i guess around that time he had a longtime girlfriend from like 2002 up until then which was about 2007 2008 oh. and they broke up or whatever so you know he went through all this loss and thus inspiration for 808s and heartbreak which was like an emo rap electropop synth type of album i liked it i actually liked the the album it was dope um since then he's made a lot of songs and albums but i've only liked a handful of his songs after that like the first the albums before that like i can listen from beginning to end like it was legit um but i don't know man like it's just ever since then pretty much 2007 2008 this dude has just been through a roller coaster and just like went off the rails. Like yeah. I, yeah. And right now, like, you know, yeah, he just went through, you know, his divorce with Kim Kardashian, which I, I guess, listen, Kim, Kim's attractive. Sure. I'll be honest. Like as a guy with a little pink thing in between, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, that's, that's really what it is. Yeah. Hor- I mean, she's hor- bad, but horny, horny people are the ones that, that get all crazy for it. Um, Hold on one sec. Go ahead. I mean, yeah, she's she's bad, but at the same time, it's like I Kanye West to me again. I one hundred percent agree with you. 
I, I did like his music during that point. Yeah. He, he was making great music. Now, again, maybe he, I mean, there's no doubt about it. He, he, that man flew off the rails. He fell completely off the rails. Now, it could it have been, I think, a large part of it due to his mother dying? Absolutely. I think that, it is, that, yeah. that definitely affected his mental. I, I want to say, I could be wrong. Is he, wasn't he, is he diagnosed bipolar? I don't know. So I, I, I want to say, I, I thought I heard that come out somewhere. I could be wrong. I got, uh, I got distracted because my kid was asking me a question. Um, but I, I don't, I, but even, okay, but even still, like, I, you know, I've known people that are bipolar. And to me, the stuff that he's doing is just, I mean, it, it's just, I don't know. Like, he's, I don't know if it's for attention. I don't know. I mean, because think about it. Like, he's, on social media, oh, I want my wife back. He's pleading for Kim and all this other stuff. While you're going out with another woman, like yeah. literally while you're going out, I think this, the, well, he's got one now, but then. That I heard I kind of looks the, like. Yes. Um, but he just split up with this chick named Julia Fox, an actress. Uh-huh. You know, I don't really know much about her, just so that she's an actress. Yeah. And the reason she split up is because he went on social media and was like, oh, I wish I had my wife back. Okay, I don't blame her. Bro, you're you're with me and you're wishing you had your wife back. Okay, you're gone. And <laughs> you know, so okay, you know, good for her. And then he automatically goes, like immediately goes with this other girl that he's with now. So I'm like, dude, honestly, how how upset could you possibly be when you're going from chick to chick to chick? Like and Yeah, I you know, so like, what I was gonna say well, I don't I know say, what to believe. Yeah, I was gonna say earlier, like I like, you know, he's he's Divorce Kim Kardashian, which again, that's a whole other thing because I have my own thoughts of that person. But oh, listen, don't I don't, I don't follow, you know, I don't follow the personal lives when it comes to celebrities and things like that. Every now and then, some that I, some celebrities that I think are cool, like I'll get a little tidbit info, but I, I generally uh, don't pay attention. So well, I don't, I, I do and don't <laughs> to a point. <laughs> I know only, you do. Bro. I do, bro. Only because, like, when I, uh, when I go on on social media, when I go on Snapchat, it's on my Snapchat for some reason. I have, uh, I have the Daily Mail thing on my snapchat mm. and that follows all the celebrity cheese man bro so i'll be on the phone first thing <laughs> i'll be in, yeah dude i'll be on the phone in the morning and i'll catch up on all celeb cheese my, my catch up is uh whenever i'm like if i go to target or the grocery and i'm checking out and i see the magazine, on the magazine? On the side, like I'll, re- I'll see the cover and i'll be some like oh so that's the cover too like that's some of that is so just outlandish i know that's why I, that's why i get misinformation because i don't pay attention but um i don't know dude like i, I and I just think this dude is just unhinged, you know, maybe, maybe it is a mental thing. Like ever since his, his mom passed and that, and then he, you know, and because at that point his stardom was really starting to you know, take off. So could be the ego and it, it, I don't know, it's man. Just certain things that I can't, I can't get behind this guy. Like your music beforehand, genius dude. Like he was good. Just now his music's falling off. And the, what makes it worse is like, his beats are still pretty then decent. You go and start like your own religion, and yeah. the dude's got like a cult, like legit. I mean, it's dude, like a cult following. Dude has a sports company called Donda Sports, yeah. and the president is Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. That right there should go to show you, like, bro, like <laughs> this man just trotted off the field with his shirt off in New York weather, like, like no dams are given, and then goes to party that night after. Like, I mean, come on, like. He obviously is not and, making and smart right now, decisions. His but. biggest beef right now is with Pete Davidson. And why? Like, listen, I get it. Like Pete Davidson, he's a goofy looking. He's dude. a goofy looking dude. Looks and, strung out all the time. And to me, I don't. I don't I, think he's that funny as a I'm comedian. Not, yeah. I, I, I'm not a Pete. Davidson he has his moments. Fan, yeah, but 
I think it's wrong what Kanye's doing now. Like, why are you picking on dude? Like, it's I'm I don't know. I don't think he pursued your wife, like or ex, whatever you want to call him. Like, she seems to like him. Yeah. Like, you're obviously with multiple. Dude has chicks. some type of power. I, I'm telling you. I'm telling right now. If anyone feels ever down on themselves that they look funky or whatever, and they can never get a good looking woman. Just look at Pete Davidson. This from Ariana, Ariana Grande, Grande to, to Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. In the same lifetime. Kate Beckinsale. Right? Like, all kinds, of, man. I'm like, just like, the yo. The dude's pulling him. Yeah. And, I mean. I keep saying he's got that big dick energy, bro. That's yeah. what it is. That's he's, what he's hey, bringing He's got to have something, dude, because I know he's, he don't got money like that. <laughs> I mean, he's, 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 he's sensitive, and, he's and he can money. joke, and I'm telling you, there's he's, something else there. He's putting it down, bro. He's got to be. <laughs> And I, hey, more power to him though. I mean, do your thing, but like with Kanye though. I mean, he just made. I showed you the video before this because I asked if you watched. And it's the, the weirdest easy video. thing ever. Yeah, it's like a claymation slash live action, but he like where he's holding he a kills claymation Pete Davidson yeah. head the whole time, and then he's burying him. It's like yeah. But at the but the bad part is, and you know, people see that, and again, he's got this weird following, you know, and <laughs> I'm I'm sure you know I must say even Kim Kardashian like. You know, you've got kids, like, and Pete Davidson, I'm sure, has probably been around them, like. Well, according, I did read somewhere. Oh, they may not. I don't according think According to Kim, she kids, doesn't right? bring the kid, he doesn't uh, bring that the might, kids that's around right. him or something like that. But, at the, you know, but. I don't know how I know that, but all, I read it You somewhere. know, all these weirdos <laughs> that follow, you know, Kanye West, like, what if one of them decides to, like, oh, well, let's take Pete Davidson out? Right. You see what I'm saying, though? Like, that's the kind of, like, message, like, Kanye's putting out there. Like, I, to you, it's all fun and games, bro, but. To these weirdos that be following you, it may not be. I, I I just, I don't know, man. It's crazy, dude. Like, I just don't see, like I said, leave, I mean, leave dude alone. Like, I mean, he hasn't really came out and like, kind of said anything. Like, oh, He don't have to, man. I mean, Kanye's doing it all for him. Yeah, Kanye's doing everything for him, and he's getting the support from everybody who know and like him. And at the same time, as far as we know, he's probably, you know, Clapping them cheeks with right. Kim Kardashian. So, I mean, I, I for would, him, that's a win-win. You know what I mean? I He's getting it, famous. I would, I would clap cheeks and right in listening to that video too on purpose. <laughs> I would, bro. I'd have that video playing in the background. Just it's as a, a just as is a that a volume three sex tape right there, bro? I'm telling you, dude. I would seriously. Re- I would the and clap I would send back, it to the him. Clap, the clap, clap, black. Like I would send it to him on purpose too. <laughs> That's how spiteful I'm, I would be. I'm literally imagining it. That's that, terrible. Right? That's how spiteful I would be, though, bro. If I was Pete Davidson, I'd be like, you know what? Okay. Okay, Kanye. Yeah, that's I I'm going to make a video today. Mm-hmm. I'm, so I'm going to clap video. these cheeks mm-hmm. to your video. I'll have that I'll song. keep it in rhythm, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easy. Mm-hmm. See? I'm telling you, bro. That's how, that's how Pete... That's, that's game oh, over. dude. That, if that Pete right did that, I would give him the over. fucking... If Props he did like that, a, that's game over. Yeah. Like, you can't come back from that. That's game over. Yeah, that's it, dude. You know? <laughs> See? That's how you be spiteful with that shit, dude. I would. I just thought of something and made it But really at the same worse. time, it's like, you know, he don't have. He don't even have to do that. He can just sit he's back. Getting, and, he's getting famous because of Kanye. Well, that, he can just he, sit he, back and be like, I'm still smashing Kim Kardashian. I don't yeah. care what videos you put out. Guess what I'm going to be doing later? You know, like, I'm, yeah. I'm smashing. Right. You know, people are, people are on my side. You're making me famous and known because of this. It's like, it's like when Eminem, you know, said, uh, with what is the machine gun Kelly is like, I had to give you a career to, to destroy it. Seriously. You know, cause he was trying to rap battle him and you know, nobody knew who machine gun Kelly was at the time. I still don't like that guy. I, yeah. I think he's weird. Bro. I think he's a weirdo. And him being with, and the, what's her name? Megan uh, Fox. 
what the? F- I'm telling you, dude, goofy motherfuckers, tall, skinny, goofy motherfuckers are like going to be running. No, run- don't get me wrong. It's not like the dude she was with prior was, you know, the fucking model status. Who? The guy that, from 90210? Yeah, that guy. I mean, he looked good back in the day. He was a good, you know, he was a good looking guy. Younger, but, you know, you see him now, he's kind of like, mm, you know. Yeah, well. And Megan Fox is still bad. Yeah, my like, understood fucking toes. Dude. When you go, oh, yeah. Like, They're totally like thumbs. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> but then you go Look to Machine Gun Kelly, like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I just, I'm like, what? What is that thing? I don't know. It's people just. That's, you know what I think? Honestly, you know what I think the problem is, with, especially with the Kardashians. Oh, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother level with them. I can't just. <laughs> they make my skin crawl. The Kardashians, they have the most. They have terrible choice in men, like all of them. Every single one of them. It's all. It's none all part. Of them, it, none of them can hold on to a man. It's all part of the show, man. Well, I mean, it's not even just that. Like, damn the show. Like. The no, I mean the show of life for them. That's oh, yeah. that's life. Like, it that's... must be, but at the same time, it's just like y'all need to stop. I mean, if that's who you surround yourself with, which I mean, they're basketball players, football players, rappers, whatever. That's what you surround yourself with. Go. There are successful people out there that make a shit ton of more money than they do that aren't in that profession. You know, you guys need to go with to some millionaire matchmaker type shit. But they're not. But they're not. They don't make Find good yourself. show. They don't make a good show, bro. I. I guess, you I know, mean, but if they want to keep they, their... They don't, they need, they need the show. That's stupid. They need that hype, you know? What's her name? Can What's her name? I don't know the names. What's the name? Kim, uh... Kim, Chloe, and Courtney? Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> hey, bro, I tell you, I keep up on the celebrity cheese man. You keep up with the Kardashians? What the... <laughs> no. I just keep up on the cheese man, and unfortunately, they're usually all part uh, of the cheese man. Which one? Chloe's the one that normally got picked on, right? Yeah, so because Cor- she doesn't look anything like him. Yeah, so Courtney was the one. She's the one with Travis Barker, right? The, no. Oh, Courtney is. Yeah, that's the one I said. Courtney. Courtney's Travis Barker. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, see, another one. See, look at that. She's got to have like you know they got to be all fucking funky licious, bro. So that way they can. I don't stand have anything out. against Travis Barker though. Travis Barker's cool. Hey. Yeah, I mean, good for him. Right. I like Travis Barker. The dude's always quiet as hell, but he, you know, like when he too and he all can that. Play the hell out of the drums. <laughs> he playing the different drums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like I fucking can't right now, bro. <laughs> I'd beat with the drumsticks, bro. I'd have the drumsticks in my hand as a jump. Oh my god, I can't. I fucking can't right now. I'm getting too many. This drink is giving me too many uh, visual images in my head, bro. <laughs> I but I'm stupid like that. Though. I would break. do that just on purpose, you know. Yeah, I would do it just for the hell of it. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. I, I really don't though. Like, just like again, going back to the to the whole Kanye thing. Like, I that he just needs to let it alone, dude. He just needs to like just let it go. Like, dude, Kim's gone. <laughs> After all this shit you pulled, bro, she ain't never coming back. Like, yeah, just move on, bro. Like, do right. Well, unless unless she wants right, to do right by your kids, be there for your kids, do your thing. Are they even really his kids, bro? Like, didn't like she didn't even get pregnant like normal, didn't she? Ah, she had a surrogate for every one of them. What the? F- but that's still it's it's still his kids though because it's a combination of of both of them mixed together, just thrown into you know science. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, all they do is just mix the two together. And yeah, put it in somebody else's you know, oven. Yeah, there you go. Put it in somebody else's oven, basically. The ingredients are there, then just put it in somebody else's oven. It was an easy bake. Pretty much. <laughs> hey, dude, but they get paid. Fucking science, dude, bro. Dude, those surrogates get money. 
like and anything that they want because they're holding their child and they, so they get like the luxury life oh my god that's wild huh? yeah so they're all his so that was so that way kim didn't like get yeah like, I mean, she's not gonna ruin the money maker bro <laughs> of course not I want to say what's her what's her name did though uh, the sister like those are all straight from her I, I don't think the Courtney did a surrogate at all I think Kim was the only one yeah and I don't think so the weird. other one did it either because she has kids too one I think the one yeah I don't know that's weird it's too much bro it's too much that's that's crazy mm-hmm. all right well. I want to talk to Bat- about the Batman now. Oh. I need I need I need some normalcy in my life. Right. So, um, now we'll talk. We're going to be talking about the Batman and definitely spoilers ahead. So if you haven't seen the film, turn it off right now. Turn it off. Come back after. Um, <laughs> here's your fair warning. Here's your fair warning. We'll get uh, Rudy's thoughts on it. Uh, if you listen to my. Uh, previous episode, you got my spoiler-free thoughts of the film. Now I'll be able to really kind of. Uh, you know, express a little bit better there. But again, um, again, final spoilers for the Batman that is out in theaters now. All right. So what'd you think, man? Dude, I thought it was great. I, I honestly, and you know, and it's funny because, you know, and I, when I first heard your, the you know, the episode before where you talked about it, I remember I texted you and I was like, you're dead to me because I'm a Keaton guy. <laughs> like Keaton was my man. Like Keaton to me, like was Batman, right? And when you put Keaton at number four, I think that's where you had him, right? Yeah. At number four. As far as how dare you? Yeah, I don't even have him at four. I'm, there's hell no, because <laughs> no, we'll get to that list in a second. But the Batman, though, great, great movie. Um, you know, and it to me, it honestly like it kept me engaged the whole time. I didn't even like pay attention to the time i yeah. honestly didn't realize i was sitting there for three for hours a three hour movie mm-hmm. and like you said in the previous episode like once you once you think like oh they got him like it's done it's over it's not yeah. like i i did i was like with was uh like, with maroney huh yeah i was like oh or falcone not, not yeah really, i was falcone. like oh shit he's right i'm like damn there's a, a whole nother thing going on and we got like in about another 45 minutes and now yeah. we're i'm like all right but no it was it was good dude i that completely changed like my whole, like my whole list, like you know. Oh, okay. And we'll run, we'll run down the list right now. So my well, list. Well, the list. Okay, so since we'll, we're, we'll we're going to the list. No, no, we'll do it right now. It's fine. But I feel like we got to give it. I always say that the the list is hard because you got to give it context. You got to give it context with the there, film universe. There are different yes, different timelines. I get that. Batman and then Bruce. Bruce. And honestly, after after cuz I watched it again, I went to go see it again on Friday, so I've seen it twice and I listened to a couple other people's thoughts about the film and I actually the Bruce I actually might have to redo my my list a little bit of Bruce um, because the context I got to pull my list up again. The context of of Bruce Wayne that uh, Pattison played, I actually respect it more um and what it's in and what it is because um it's a different timeline. Yeah, it's a different timeline, and Something you just that we've never and you got it, it. plays with, with that, but also it plays important to the plot of the movie as to why he is the way he is as Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne. So, all right, how, how do you? Where do you want to start? You want to do Batman, the I'll, the universe, or I'll, I'll Bruce? go. By, I'll go my Batman list. All right, so Batman, my my list before this was pre pre movie. Okay, my Batman list was Keaton, Affleck, 
Bale, Clooney, and Kilmer. Okay. Right? Now, seeing this one, now I think my my list now, which is crazy, I got to put... Now, I had to go back and think. Pattinson, number one. What? Pattinson, one. Affleck, Keaton, Bale, Clooney, and Kilmer. You put Keaton third? I put him third. Hey, bro, you had him fourth. And you're giving me shit about being fourth? <laughs> but you had Bale over Keaton. I can't stand Christian Bale as Batman, like, whatsoever. You know what? I gotta, so... I don't like him as Batman. I gotta restructure that, too, because... Well, the only reason Bale edges out Keaton for me is because of Begins and part of the Dark Knight. Because, I, honestly, like, okay... So I've been having this. I've been seeing this this conversation everywhere, and or debate. I guess you can say people's everyone's entitled to their own opinion, and that's great. We'll get to that. I'm gonna ask you right now. Once you're done with that one, I'm gonna ask you why in a second because I have a, I have a theory. And so I I went back and I was looking. I was thinking about the Dark Knight. Everyone keeps saying, "Well, it's, the Batman still not better than the Dark Knight." Dark Knight. And I go, "Listen, I thought about. it. I was sitting there. I was thinking about it. I saw the movie again. And I was really just kind of letting it mull over." And I go. And don't get me wrong, I love The Dark Knight just like everyone else, like everything. For me, out of the three Nolan movies, I love Begins way more than The Dark Knight. Um, and I'll tell you that, I'll tell you why in a little bit. But the thing is, with the Nolan universe, we got our first serious Batman. We went from Burton to the Schumacher, or Schumacher uh, movies, and then we went to Nolan, and it was like, you know, and it was a good couple year gap before uh-huh. we even got that. And even then, Begins. I remember when Begins came out, it wasn't as hyped up as people make it out to be. It was very low key. No, it was a very low key movie. And then the and then, then the once Dark, Dark Knight. Knight came out, then it got super hyped, um, especially after that, and it just went from there. And yeah, it introduced a whole a slightly more ra- grounded, a little bit more serious, realistic, you know, Batman story. But the beauty is, since then, is that now that we've gotten all that, and comics have gotten better, video games have gotten better, like the Arkham Asylum games, like. We're going to get better as, as time goes, realistically, we should be getting better with the movies. And that's why when we got Batman versus Superman, the ultimate cut, I will always vouch for the ultimate cut three hours, not the theatrical. No, like even, even this, not even the Snyder cut. Yeah. Four hours. I just watched that again yesterday and I I won't watch the other one because you can't, you can't, that's such a great movie. Yeah. And so, you know, you see Affleck and you see what he does there and then you got Patterson. So it just keeps going and going. And so for me, it just keeps getting better. The thing about the Nolan movies is I love begins the most because to me begins is the most no Christopher Nolan comic book Batman movie that he made. Uh Uh-huh. It had, it gave you the idea of a Gotham that looked, you know, like modern, but it was so Gotham. You had the Narrows, you had these fucking trains, you know, it had the whole like comic book aspect. I mean, to the point where even like, um, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? The the actor who played Ra's al Ghul, um, oh, Liam Neeson, uh, even he says like, oh, you took the, you know, the, what did he say down? Something that theatricality or whatever, like quite literally, you know, cause he uh-huh. dressed like even that little jab was, was hilarious. And it was great. I mean, I loved Scarecrow. Killian Murphy was amazing. Liam Neeson was great. Um, I did enjoy Katie Holmes as the character that she was portrayed. Like, Batman Begins just was well. Gordon was great. Um, Lucius Fox, you know, Morgan Freeman did great. Like, everything was just great. And then when they did Dark Knight, it just really, like, it, it, it really focused more on the on the mob. So it was really a crime movie, which is fine. It's great. It's part of Batman, some of his story arcs. Um, but what really made that movie fantastic was literally Heath Ledger's Ledger. performance and 
Two Face, exactly the villains. Yeah, like Batman's Christian Bell just kind of took a, a backseat of it. And, and don't get me wrong, like there was still character progression. Like he really embraced the bat the the persona of a bachelor Bruce Wayne. That's fine, you know. And That's yeah, why he, I was, have him he was him as my Bruce Wayne. He was cool as he was cool as Batman and stuff. And, you know, he did see a little bit of the, the only moment I can think of right now where he was like a detective was when he takes the bullet, uh, the, the, the brick yeah. from the when wall. When he shoots it yeah. and tries to reconstruct it. Yeah. Like that, that was the, yeah. So that was kind of cool. A little, little too far fetched. A little for me, out there. But, yeah. Um, but it was cool and everything. Cause it was just, it was just out there because like you didn't really see him use that type of tech anywhere else in the movie. And then all of a sudden he pulls out like where, you know, you take, Robert Pattinson's Batman and like instantly, you know, he's like got he's the automatic fucking, the, yeah, he's uh, de- detective mode right away. And so anything he does in the movie will be essentially believable. And then Dark Knight Rises was just shit. Like, and again, the only, I think the I only think it highlight the story. of that one was the villain was Bane. Yeah. But even then, man, his voice, like they had to go through so many. I, I remember I watched, um, the opening of that movie as a special preview when I went to go see, um, um, uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol uh, in IMAX and they showed the beginning of that movie because it was filmed in IMAX uh-huh. that version that I saw you could not understand Bane whatsoever really yeah there was no way that's why like I don't know if you ever, I don't know if you remember like before the movie came out there was a lot of criticism you can't understand him I got to hear how he sounded before they did any post edits and it was fucking terrible oh no I didn't even know that yeah I remember me and my wife you know we looked at each other like what the hell did he just say? Because it'd be like, and you're like, what? <laughs> like at this point, it's like, I better just plug my ears and open my eyes even better more. So I can try to figure it out with my, you know, with pictures, you know, what is going on? Yeah. Cause you could not understand what he was saying. Like, I say, I don't think it was more like just concentrate on the villain. Like I'm saying, I think it was more just, I think people were just like, holy shit, that's Tom Hardy. Like, you know, and I think the novelty just the fact that you know Tom Hardy the way he looked, I think was what was like, oh damn, like you know he looked menacing and stuff. Yeah. But I just felt like it was just it was I feel like it was a considering that it was supposed to continue x amount of time from the Dark Knight and what you had with um, Joker, and I just feel like he was a weird villain to go next, and for him to be the one to even though technically you find out that the the twist the real villain was. Talia right. Al Ghul and she's just fulfilling her daughter and he was more of just like a protector I don't know I felt I, like it was a fucking stretch it, yeah because if you look I mean don't get me wrong that Bane was nothing of what the actual comic should be I mean yeah. if you look at the origin of Bane that's completely opposite yeah. like of what Bane is so yeah. I mean yeah I'm sure they had to do that for the movie but again when he wasn't in a sense the actual whole villain it just kind of shifted gears it's like mm-hmm. eh that took away from a lot of it. And I just like, even then like the train, like the narrows from Batman begins and like the, the, the train, like you don't even see in a dark night. Like you don't see the narrows in dark night and the train, you see it once like in the background. So no, like the, the actual like <clears throat> Gotham in dark night rises looked more. It fucking, it was Gotham, dude. It was Gotham. Yeah. Like it had the, it had, it reminded, you know what it you was? About Batman begins or in dark night rises. Uh, and Bartman Begins. Dark Knight Rises is basically Chicago. No, that's what I'm saying. See, like in, in Batman Begins, Gotham was dark. Yeah, I loved it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it, was, it, it, was it seemed dark, like a Gotham. A Gotham. And then they in went to Dark, dark Knight, and it became freaking like Chicago. Normal, and then yeah. I was like, this is too much. And that's what I love about The Batman is because it reminded me of Burton and Chris, and the Dark Knight's Gotham like smashed together. Mm-hmm. Like you had that 
old Victorian look and aesthetics here and there. And then you had like the modern look to it too. So it was really, I really love the way Gotham looked. Nothing that it wasn't unbelievable. Yeah. Like it was very like a believable, like an actual place. Mm -hmm. Which they filmed in Liverpool, England, I think. So that main like big street where it looks like a Times Square type of thing. That's, that's like an actual street. I just green screen some extra stuff. Um, but anyways, so yeah, so that's my whole thing with the Dark Knight. It's a good movie and everything, but to be the best Batman, I'm sorry, it's not. And I think the only the only argument I think people make about that one is Heath Ledger. Is, is Heath Ledger? Yeah, it's, it's Heath Ledger. And on, and even then, that Joker, he's a cool Joker, but that's uh, that's a that's a mouth. that's a mob Joker. It's not Joker to me. Not like the Joker that we're used to. No, he's not the Joker like any Joker. No, not at all. That no, I either like. He's not the comics. Like he's not even was well. Jack, okay. Jack Nicholson, Nicholson was he yes. had he, he did had Joker esque as far as like comics wise yes absolutely that's what I'm saying like like that's why I know and I know you're probably gonna be like, what the fuck Rick but that's why I even I even enjoyed Leto's Joker more than that than Heath's because it's a different universe different context you know he uh, Leto gave me gave us that like fucking I mean don't get me wrong his design was a little crappy but he gave wait, us that wait, wait, wait. psycho fucking yes Joker. Leto like Leto as far as like the regular Leto that we saw or Leto the way Snyder made him and uh, Suicide Squad or or uh, or because um, I think the one like as far as in the Justice Snyder League. cut in Justice League, I like that Jared Leto version of the Joker better. Well, if you think about it, that's the uh, that's the that's the it's the same Joker. Just well, it is a lot of shit has happened since then. Well, yeah, but he seemed yeah. I mean, same Joker. That's, that's I how I would it. that's how I would see it. Like he's just like. But if they would have kept aged. that kind of. If they would have started with them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of the David Ayer Suicide Squad that we never got to see. That's why, like, the extended. So isn't there something that's saying, like, there's a. There's an air cut. cut. That's supposedly they're saying that. That's what they want to see. But uh, because he said uh, Ayer had said, because in the when it came out on Blu-ray, the Suicide Squad, they added extra scenes. And most of it was Joker stuff, which was pretty cool. Um, And then he said that there's still, like, a lot more footage. Because even Leto was pissed when they released the film. He's like, dude, like you only put like 10% of what I filmed. And it's like, dude, if that's the case, like that's a shit ton of filming that we yeah, have to see. So, but again, like Heath Ledger's Joker is phenomenal. Don't get me wrong, but it, it's, it's very much along the lines of um, like, you know, he's like, like for example, when he says, you think I'm a guy with a plan? Yes. Yes, you are. You are a method. You are a genius plan master. Like you got everything down. You you had this whole agenda of what's going on, and you know he just never seemed crazy to me. You know, like, I think the craziest part was like, oh my god, he's stuck an eye, and or the pencil in that dude. Like for me, like I was telling my wife the other day, like up until when you see him blow up the hospital and he gets in the bus, like oh. from that moment, the rest of the movie, I could I could totally not even watch it. Like it, I don't care. You're talking about from the from in the dark from night that part yeah on. from that part on so like if you watch the movie from the beginning mm-hmm. up until that he blows up the hospital and he gets in the right. car in the bus like from that moment on I don't I like I lose interest finishing the movie I can't even finish the well, movie because the majority of that pretty much just focuses on Two Face after that anyway well no after that Ish. no after that it's the whole it's Joker it's uh Two Face gets a little crazy which I like the two facing right but then Joker has the, the for whatever reason they have two tugboats evacuating people one with oh, criminals right, and right. one and then he's like oh we're gonna make a we're gonna play a game tonight guys you're gonna make a moral decision and he's challenging Batman to do it and there's like I'm I'm just like I don't know it just doesn't interest me it's just like 
This is kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just didn't feel... Because if honestly, if it was Joker, he would have blown them both up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I he, mean, wouldn't, and, he and, wouldn't have gave a damn. Yeah, and he was going to. You know, he was just trying to prove a point mm-hmm. that, you know, that people have a breaking point. Right. And he was trying to break Batman's breaking point, which I get and everything. I Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't think, oh, you don't know what that meant. No, I know what it meant. But, you know, then after that, it's like Two-Face's par where he's up against, uh, um, you know, he has the hostage of uh, Gordon's family, yeah. but... Anyway, I just wanted to take a moment with that because everyone's gonna say, "Well, Dark Knight's this." Like, no, Dark Knight's cool, but it's not, it's not the best. And and of all of those three movies, Begins is the best one. So yeah. But anyways, so uh, you did your Batman ranking. Um, I don't remember what I said. I said Affleck number one. I can't remember what you what Affleck, Pattinson, Bale, Keaton, Kilmer, Clooney. I think that's what I said. And I kind of still stick with that. I think Pattinson's will probably change as time goes. Um, I just like Affleck's because he's just well-rounded. Affleck's is good because he does portray a good Bruce and Batman. Yeah. You know, because he shows both sides, which is good. All sides, too. Like, not just, you know, Bruce as a um, billionaire playboy philanthropist, as Uh Tony Stark said, but he also plays just like a normal Bruce, like when he's not acting that that rich boy billionaire Bruce. And then he's, and then he's, you know, then he's Batman. Yeah, there's some things that... With the story, like him killing people, you know, kind of like, uh, and I love that the Batman's Pattinson. I mean, it's his second year, you know, he he's uh, doesn't kill anyone, no. but you know, you got to understand Affleck's Batman. I mean, this he's like he's been Batman for like what, oh he's been through it already thirty years yeah. or something like that. <laughs> he's got time under his belt. He's been through it already, but yeah, I I see what you're saying on that one. I think I think for my thing is I don't, I mean, and again when when I heard Affleck got cast, I had my doubts. Yeah, I, I did. I was like, you kidding me? The, he's done, he's, yeah, he's done nothing but you know, freaking rom com movies. You know, <laughs> who, why would he? Bong. Why would he make Batman? Right. So I'm just like, uh, I saw it, and I was like, well, okay, not bad. I, I, you know, same thing with Pattinson. I, there's, I've already talked to so many people, and they're just like, really? And again, I mean, look at him. You automatically you're gonna go to Twilight. You're gonna yeah. think, you know, uh, you know, sparkly vampire. <laughs> Which again, I get because you know. Prior to this, that was his claim to fame. You know, that was the big one. That, but he's done so he's many done good so movies. Many. That's, after that's what that. I'm saying. As an actor, he's a great actor. Yeah, like he's a Pattinson's a really good actor. Like, and I don't think enough people give him credit for that. Mm-mm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so when he did the Batman again, I was like, I re- I initially was like, really Pattinson, and then I kind of had to sit back and think about it. I had my reserves, but then I was like, I think he can pull it off. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I, I sat back and looked. I'm like, I think he's gonna pull it off. And, you know, even my girlfriend's like, nah, you know, you know. And, I was excited from the very first. When I heard then, him, he was casting. I was like, let's go. Yeah. And then so, and you know, seeing the movie, I was like, I'm, I'm really glad. Like, they made such a good choice. Like, I mean, there was nothing about the movie I honestly didn't enjoy. Like, the, the I think they nailed it on casting. The directing, oh. the, the soundtrack, the, I mean, the setting. like Cinematography. The, oh, yeah. The, all of the it. The story. Everything was fantastic. They, they nailed that movie. That's why, like, some of the people who, like, have negative reviews, it just, like, it just kind of blows my mind. And I and I did say, like, in my thing, like, if you're a fan of Batman and you've, like, are f- somewhat familiar with the games or the comics or something, like, you'll have a better appreciation of the context of what's happening yeah. because... And watching that, honestly, like, made me want to replay the Arkham games. Right? <laughs> like, I legit downloaded them from Game Pass and I, 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 now I'm going to play them again. That's hilarious. They didn't really age too well, I'll tell you that much. I, I was playing Arkham City again because that was my favorite one. I'm like, oh, my God, these controls. <laughs> All right. 
Um, so we ranked our Batmans. How would you rank your Bruce's? See, here's the thing. As far as Bruce goes, like I can't only because you didn't really see him portray Bruce as we know Bruce, which you know Pattinson is. I'm talking about Pattinson. We really didn't get to see him portray the the billionaire playboy yeah. type, right? So it's really hard to rank him because he really didn't portray Bruce much throughout the entire movie. He was Batman, you know, a good eighty five percent of the movie. So you know, I, as far as I think, I would probably go. Probably Affleck, number one. Bale, number two. Um, who else did I have? Let me hold on. Let me bring up the list here. Probably Keaton, Kilmer, and Clooney. Uh, Affleck. Oh, see, I had Bale originally, but I'm going to change it. Um, Affleck, Bale. Um, probably Kilmer, Keaton, and then Clooney. Ooh, Kilmer in front of Keaton, huh? Yeah, and the only reason I say that is because you really didn't see, like, as far as Michael Keaton goes, like again, he you know Tim Burton. You do Tim Burton see a lot wise, of Kilmer as Bruce, huh? right? Because you know Kilmer seemed more flashy. You know they didn't. Keaton didn't seem like the flashy billionaire type. The only time you really got a sense of that is when Michelle Pfeiffer or Kim Basinger, you know, was at the house and he's got this gigantic mansion, but never really a sense of like he was like a billionaire playboy kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like Kilmer, you kind of got a little bit of that. Um, Clooney, eh, not so much. I'll, I'll Bale, keep... definitely. Yeah. Affleck, definitely. I mean, he says it in the thing, like, you know, what's your super, like, even in Justice, like, what's your super power? I'm rich. <laughs> like, I mean, he boasts about it, yeah. you know, and, you know, Bale walking into the hotel with two Luke girls, models, yeah. buys the hotel, yeah. you know, oh, we don't, we can't have that here. He's like, like I think buy, it's fine. I'm going like, to buy the whole hotel anyway. Like, we'll, we'll get some tables together. I don't think they do this. Like, oh, I'm sure they would. I own the place. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he really, he does that billionaire yeah, side of Yeah, he him. flaunts it, you know. So, I'm with you. I'll, I'm going to keep Pattison off the list only because we didn't get to see it. And if you watch the movie, The Batman, you'll learn that this is again, spoiler here is that we don't really see Bruce because at this point in time, he doesn't believe in Bruce Wayne. He right. believes that Batman is more him, who he, who he truly is, the persona he really should be. And then you learn some pretty big things about the Wayne family. And, you know, throughout the movie, it's teased about, you know, he should be more involved with the philanthropy, with the business and mm. things like that. Well, um, and that kind of goes along with your favorite, The Dark Knight. I mean, if you think about it, up until Dark Knight Rises, or no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Batman Begins. Yeah. Up until Dark Knight. You really didn't see Bale portray Bruce Wayne for that much. If you think about Dark uh, Batman Begins, Bruce Wayne was kind of in, you know, going through the whole League of Shadows thing. And, yeah. You know, given that whole backstory, but he wasn't really portraying like the billionaire, you know, Playboy. Type and that's what I'm saying. That's that. That's what I meant earlier. There's character progression because he does that in. He's still in how, Batman Begins. Yeah. How old in Batman Begins would you say he's he's got that persona already? You know, he's already going from. In Batman Begins, we see him go from Bruce Wayne, you know, normal to Batman. You know, so what what age range? I would say probably what mid twenties. He's in his mid to late twenties. Mid to late twenties. Yeah. So you know, similar to the age range that Pattinson was. Yeah, but the difference the difference though is here's the difference is that he did utilize the persona though in Batman Begins. Like you've seen. You see Bruce. You see a couple different well, you sides see of Bruce. Bruce. You see Drifter side of Bruce. Uh, then he becomes League of Shadow Bruce. Mm. And then when he comes back and he starts doing his Batman thing, he uses his ability as Bruce Wayne to 
get the thing. So like, as far as like you box, said, the hotel, he and, came in with yeah. the, came in with the girls and bought the hotel acting, trying to play the part, um, you know, talking, uh, the, at the, um, at his banquet, at the, at that his, he had. At, yeah, at, at the that, banquet, at that party. Well, no, that was in Dark Knight. Oh, in Batman Begins, Batman it, Begins, where he, in Batman when Begins, Ra's al Ghul came in, and remember at that. Oh yeah, party. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's at his mansion. Yeah. So yeah. He, again, he he portrays those things, and yes, he perfected it once he got to the Dark Knight. Right. But in Pattinson's case, he just truly just doesn't believe in. Be, in, no, in, not at in, all. in Bruce Wayne, like he doesn't even use his, his connections lame, to really like, do anything, and it isn't until you you see a twist what happens to the Wayne family and everyone trying to encourage him to be a part of the the business and the and to do philanthropy with the new mayor, and it isn't until the end where he's talking to um, he's speaking with uh, Riddler. Oh. Where he really realizes that no, he needs to be Bruce as well because you know he that's what the Riddler says. You inspired me, basically. You know, we wear our masks as our true face, not you know has at that point no interests to to see his face or to know his identity. Whether or not we he knows who he is, I don't know because it's very confusing that dialogue at the end. I I know at first I thought he knew who he was, but then he says a specific line. I don't think he does though. Honestly, I don't think he does. I don't think he knows that he's Bruce. Yeah. Because it, it's the moment they they interact and they and they meet right there, he says it, and then you're like, oh, and then and even Patterson is like, kind of like, oh shit. Yeah, and, but that he's talking, and again, you're saying, yeah, that, he, that one line. He says, he says, um, he goes, Bruce, the one that got away. We yeah. almost had him, yeah. and then that's where he Patterson like then he starts like, walking, like, oh, back, okay, like, and he uh, walks. Yeah, so that's 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 what I was telling that's what I was telling my wife. I'm like, like I, don't I don't think he knows. Yeah, so I don't know. We don't know. It's like. It, to me, I don't think he does, but for as smart as Riddler is in this movie, you know, I don't know, kind of hard for me to believe not that, that he doesn't know. I think it's more, too, it could be that he's just not interested in that, in him being Bruce Wayne, because he, he knows that Batman's his real identity. Mm. But anyways, the whole point was that he encourages them and, and realizes that being vengeance, that being Batman, that that's not enough to bring, you can't use what you were in the past and all this anger to change the future. You have to take other routes. And I think that's why when we get Batman two or the next Batman movie, we'll see a better Bruce Wayne. He will see the right Bruce Wayne. He'll be in, uh, in Wayne, mm. you know, enterprise. He'll be being that bachelor, what have you. Um, I think it's be interesting. I think it'd be interesting. So that's why I don't put him on the list. So anyways, I do put, um, I do put Affleck first because I, I like his Bruce. He can be any type of Bruce, even, I mean, just watching Batman vs. Superman again, you see all the types of Bruce, the brave Bruce, the drifter type of Bruce, mm. the, uh, the cocky type, billionaire the cocky one. one yeah. yeah, so you see all types of that. Um, after that, uh, yeah, for now I'll put Bale because we've seen a lot of fucking Bruce in Bale right. in Nolan's universe. After that, I will put Keaton only because that dude has the most famous line in the first movie. And it's like, you want to get nuts? Let's wow. get nuts. <laughs> I love that. And then definitely Kilmer and then Clooney. Cause you do see a lot of Kilmer. Um, but until the and, next Batman movie, I think Pattison might end up taking number two, if not number one, as far as what Bruce Bruce goes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's a, uh, well, yeah, if they keep going, then you're definitely going to have to see progression first for him, you know, yeah. Going into more the philanthropy side, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> um, which which universe, like film universe, did you enjoy more? Ooh. For me, I'll tell you mine. For me, it's it's the Batman. I love this universe. 
and I love what's to come because they uh, everyone lives in it so far and it's it's the most it's the most grounded in is. terms of what I want it to be and it's 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 very comic bookish like I, I can't say this universe just yet only because we've only seen the one yeah and so I I do want to see more because I mean with the success that the Batman has already had it's blowing up yeah you know and which is great you know I hope Matt Reeves and the film studios and everybody being like okay cool like people love this one let's go for number two yeah you know once that comes out we see more of the universe if they stick to the same thing yes then more than likely I've only seen we've only seen this part of the universe so far so I can't put this as this my favorite one just yet I I think I I, be, I trust Matt Reeves I trust what he's doing and like I said, already everything I believe, like I can believe all the, see the thing that really stood out for me is that all the characters, bystanders, the, all the actors, they, they were able to live in this world organically. And that's what stood out to me. No one, no one really stood out. Like I can sit there and believe there's a Batman roaming. I can sit there and believe there's a Catwoman roaming. I can sit there and believe you have the mob acting up. You know, I, I can see how the GCPD, the, the police, how they're handling things. I can see how you have all these crazy guys and you could have a group of these dudes, uh, the skull and gang, whatever the hell they were in the beginning of the movie. Like, I can believe all these things. Um, and it was just well, it just it just fit well in the aesthetics of the world, how it seemed like it was a modern city. But they made then it, it seemed very believable. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it just worked well. And then the Riddler his way of acting up and then the, the reaction that all the people had, like it, it just seemed the most genuine of all yeah. of them. I and, mean, and me and my boy said it from the opening, what, 10 minutes of the film, like the way it opens, you're just like, Whoa, <laughs> like you're immediately this like, damn, like that's how they're going to open this movie. The, the Riddler it's, opening it's up. Dark, yep. bro. It's like, yeah. wow. Okay. So that's how they, like, that's how you introduce a villain. Yeah. Like you're like, Wow, okay. And I love, like, you know, it took place the week of Halloween or first week of November. Mm. And I love, like, it was just, like, nighttime, raining. Like, like I said, it just felt comic bookish. Um, and we have more to but come. But not in a I, bad way, though. Yeah, not in a bad way at all. It was, it was Not, like, like way a, over the top comic bookish. Like, no. an actual, like, believable. Yeah, like, and yes. And we do have, you know, they did say they're working on the next two movies. They are working on the um, Penguin HBO Max show, which is a right. prequel, That's and a, the spinoff. It's yeah, gonna, yeah. it's inspired kind of like Scarface. So we'll see the 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 path that Penguin to Oswald takes. And then there was a Gotham PD show, but they've already restructured it now, where it's going to be more about Arkham Asylum, which I'm really, really excited to see what they do there um, and how it connects to everything. Because hopefully, it's just not like a standalone thing. Um, but yeah, no. After that, uh, I do like. I do like um I if if Nolan would have kept how Batman Begins was, I would say the Nolan verse would be the next good one because I really, really enjoy Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Um but I might have to just go with Zack Snyder's universe after that. Not just because of the other heroes, it's just because I did like the you barely got to see Gotham here and there. But you did see a difference. They were able to do the contrast of Metropolis and Gotham. So we did get to see how they handled both of them. So I'll probably go with that one. And then maybe Nolan Universe. Just Schumacher for last. 
Schumacher for last because Key uh, Tim Burton's Tim Burton's and Schumacher almost the same, but Schumacher really took that shit to the next level. Yeah, he did. Like he had buildings that were like skyscrapers and had bridges connected to one another, freaking like, neon lights on everything. Yeah, like, dude. Like I don't know what happened there. Yeah, but I don't know, man. The Batman it just it just really it just really hit like what it should. Oh yeah, what a what a comic book movie should be. Oh yeah. And it's funny because I don't even understand, like, I wish, I mean, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. I want to talk to someone who hated it. Because <laughs> I'm just Like curi- I did with the Justice League. <laughs> yeah. I'm just very curious to know, uh, like, what, why, you know? Um, because, you know, most people are expecting, like, some type of, like, Marvel thing. But it's like, no, like, we could have these dark movies and... Mm-hmm. And not just dark in terms of like how I said in my previous thing, like visuals, but also just in theme and, and theme and what it what they do, right? And that's um, what I think it is too. I think unless you really dig into it, I think so many people are more because of like Spider Man, you know, and I wouldn't say lighthearted. I mean, because Spider Man had its moments too, you know, with like the death of Aunt May. And, you know, things like that. So it kind of brought you down and it got you emotional, but it also had its its funny moments. You know, it also had like the cheer moments, you know, where Andrew Garfield came in and where Tobey Maguire came in. But not just Spider-Man, though, like even other Marvel movies, you know, kind of lighthearted to a sense. Like, and just really, really big production, like over the top CGI and things like that. That's not not at all what you get from the Batman. Like, not whatsoever. And I think that's what kind of people are, if you're going into a comic book movie thinking that, yeah, so wrong. Like, oh, without dead a doubt. Wrong. I'm reading, I'm trying to find some of the, like the negative reviews. And like one is like says a B minus serial killer thriller, one with a needlessly convoluted plot, too many characters, unconvincing twists, and a terrible villain. Like every wow. single one of those points to Craziest, me is false. Terrible, vi- crazy. The plot was not convoluted at all. It was pretty straightforward. I mean, there's a reason why the movie's three hours because it really gives everyone the moment to shine and mm-hmm. explain everything. B minus serial killer thriller. Like, what? I don't even know what that means. Like, the thing is, it's PG thirteen. I'm sure if they took it to the next level, we'd see some pretty right? dark you'd see crap. Some pretty, yeah. But and I'm what, sure they probably toyed with that idea for a good oh, minute, without a doubt. Too many characters. Every character served a it's great purpose, purpose. and it, it didn't. And the good thing about that is, is it really didn't overshadow the others. Yeah, like each character, like you were saying, served their purpose, but was very careful not to be like, oh, then he must be the main character. No, he's the main one. Like yeah. they all meshed well together mm-hmm. yeah because which, which sets it up for amazing progression for the next one yeah because you already have all these people established and yeah. it's easy to go from there and i'll tell you right now man like i said it in my last thing like gordon killed it bro oh yeah that actor oh my god and it was really a batman and gordon team up film that's really what it came down to mm-hmm. me unconvincing twists i don't really know what that means because there was like what maybe two Twist? I wouldn't even call them twists. It was just part of the story. That you just didn't... Not that, even a twist. That you just didn't really see, like... Yeah. Not, I guess coming, I guess. But that's not a twist. It just it just went with the story. It wasn't mm-hmm. like M. Night Shyamalan, like, the whole time you're believing this, and then, right? ha-ha, last minute, this, yeah, you know? Like, it's not like all of a sudden Riddler took off his mask and he's a fucking alien or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was... It all led up to the point. And, and the thing is, that the movie was very philosophical man it was very like in its theme of of themes of, of what they're talking about as far as what it means to be batman what he means to gotham well you know what um 
what uh, Riddler was trying to uncover and his whole point and how he believed he was working with Batman. Like, there's so much to it that just made sense and it worked well. And then they say a terrible villain. Dude, Riddler was on point. Yeah, I don't know. Lost your damn mind with that one. Yeah. The lo- yeah, Paul Dano, dude, his acting was amazing. Yeah. And it had you legit, again, like you were saying in the previous episode, it had you legit believing, like, like that's not just like a comic book villain. Like, like some nut could legit be do like Do this that. shit, yeah. Like, do that. Like, I watch enough Criminal Minds. I've seen that. <laughs> so I watch Criminal Minds. Oh my god! Um, you know, know. Uh, you know, you know. Honestly, what I was thinking too. What I hope they do, and you know, in the next one, I want to see. Uh, uh, hopefully, they give a little bit more background to Alfred, because Andy Serkis is an amazing actor. Like, I want to see his story more because they didn't dive into it much you really didn't see i mean you saw him but you really didn't see him yeah i want to get his story more because if i'm not mistaken i think he does mention it that he's the one that trained him yes yeah so um hold on one sec so i mentioned it in my uh previous episode there's a book it's called uh before the batman i was listening to that we were listening to that on the way over there, we were listening to the audiobook. He, my oh, boy, they did an audiobook of this? My boy downloaded it. So in this book, um, you learn a lot of Bruce and Riddler when they were kids, when they were literally in, like in high school and whatever. I'm pretty sure. And then, and then you learn more about uh, Alfred. Yeah, so Alfred, you do find out like he was like British intelligence and whatnot. Um, you know, he was in the military and he was raising him. And he was actually training Bruce how to fight. Mm-hmm. And then it got to a point where Bruce needed more. So then he started trading, training with other fighters from around like the world. And that's how he got his fighting ability. That's one thing I love about this Batman is that he didn't, he didn't go the way of like Christopher Nolan's Batman, Christian Bale, where he like, oh, I'm just going to run away from Gotham for like five, ten years or some nonsense. Go train with this League of Shadows. And then come back and do all this. No, he continued his thing uh, to the point where, like, uh, one of the big plots in this book is that um, you find out that it's like it's a little Fast and the Furious ish because you learn more about him building his his Batmobile. Yeah, and he does street racing in Gotham. Hence, why the Batmobile looks the way it does. Yes, it's like a jacked up muscle car. Yeah, and he made it from himself and from a young age. If, speaking of the Batmobile, how did where did you see the where did you see the movie at? Oh, first I saw it IMAX. Where? Riverbank. Okay. Always go there. And then the same thing, second time? The second time, no, I just watched it in their like normal screen. I didn't even realize what kind of tickets I had bought for it when I saw it. If you ever get a chance, if you want to see it again, uh, the theater in Dublin, it's IMAX, um, but it's uh, RPX. Oh, okay. R- Regal Premium Experience. Dude, that's like... Legit, like they have like the you know the seats that recline, not like the the electronic ones that go up like Riverbank and everything, but the yeah. seats still recline. They're nice, right? That's their, how the IMAX. Their whole are. thing is the sound, though. I didn't realize they had speakers built into, into the, the seats. seats, dude. So when that Batmobile freaking came to life, <laughs> dude, you're 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 rumbling, and that's like legit. Like every <laughs> single explosion or thing you hear in the Batman, I'm telling you. If anybody wants to go see that movie, like, yeah, IMAX, you know, it's fine. I, th- I think that's how the DFX Dude, screen C- is C- here at the yeah. Riverbank one. CRPX, or, you know, if it's the same thing, like DFX, RPX, yeah. like the enhanced sound. Dude, that made the movie just so much better. 
I want to say that's how the DFX theater is where the, the there's like speakers in the, yeah. Like dude, like the moment, like I said, the moment the Batmobile like revved, you got pumped bro, because you feel that mess. I'd have to look it up, but that does sound interesting. I might have to do that. It's I'll cool. see. I'll see it a third time. It's, I don't care. It's cool, dude. Let me know. I'll go with you. We'll go see it again. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it has. Let's see. Breathing rhythm. Reclining lounge chairs. Which one are you looking at? The DFX. I wanted to see what that oh, is. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's the same thing. Let me see. RPX. Yeah, it doesn't. It says it has like the better picture and the better audio, but I don't know if it has the speakers because I know they have the D box ones too, where the chairs move. Where they move, yes. Um, I've done that. One. But I'd rather I'd rather have the speakers in the chair. Here we go. Crazy. Regal Cinema. <laughs> Regal is pitching a this as a custom built premium environment featuring elegant and luxury seats with high back headrests, a giant immersive screen illuminated by high quality sound. But yeah, dude, like it's if for a movie, like if you, I mean, don't go to the RP. I mean, I'm sure they don't screen that for every single movie. Right. They only use it for certain one of them. They're not going to show a friggin' romantic comedy with RPX. You know, <laughs> just, yeah, don't do that. Ruin the movie. Uh, ruin your experience. That was like a great movie because I've never been to that before. Honestly, I didn't know what RPX was. Yeah, I just wanted to go wanted, see the damn movie. Yeah, we, did, we just wanted to see the movie and, you know, he wanted to see like the very first showing. He wanted, because, you know, he just, Wanted to see the very first one. So, like, oh, there's yeah. a 10 a.m. showing, bro, at this RPX. And I, he was like, what the hell is that? I showed him. I was like, that's what RPX means. So I was like, all right. So we went to go see that. And then the moment we, like, sat down and the movie started playing, we are like, oh, damn. We both kind of looked at each other like, whoa. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, dude, it's bad. Yeah, that mobile is tight, though. Yeah, hell yeah, it is. <sighs> yeah, um, if you haven't seen the Batman, go check it out. It's too much. Like, I, I would love to dive more into it, but it's just like, there's just so much to talk about. It's, it's so fucking great. Yeah. I want to talk to the negative people, man. That's what I really want to talk to. I really do. I, honestly, now, I, I want to see what the negative, what they had against it. Like, there was one that I, uh, damn it, I don't remember what it was. I think it was on, uh, and again, on Twitter. I want to see, like, from, don't just give me the, well, Dark Knight's better because of Heath Ledger or Joker, you know, same, whatever. Like, Outside of that, give me a compelling argument as to why. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are, honestly, they're going to be hung up on the Dark Knight because of that aspect. Oh, 100%, dude. Or they're just a Pattinson hater. <laughs> he did good, man. I'm trying to tell people, like, he he did a good job. I'm trying to find that. What are you looking for? There was a tweet that this guy, uh, some social media guy I guess I don't know but over here Where's that? how do I see the actual post I don't know I don't know bro I don't have the twitter it was dude he was like giving his review and it was like the most dumbest seriously thing like I've ever heard in my life How about that scene uh, in the hallway scene when he's getting shot up? That was all done with practical effects. When it's dark uh, towards you, the end. You know what that reminded me of, too? Like um, Vader? Yep. In Rogue One. Right here. Let me see if I can get this to play. 
I'm glad you actually got that too. I just I thought it'd be more fun. I don't know. It was like a Marvel movie with none of the like uh, comedy. Like Ooh. I don't think I laughed. There, I don't think there was a single joke in the movie. Old man take? Maybe. Maybe I'm just an old fucking man. Fabian thinking about it. He's a terrible person. First off, <laughs> let me tell you something right now. Like a brooding drama, like a detective story. I think they also did a bad job at that. You know what I mean? Bad at being a detective. How is that even possible? I don't know. In my mind, if you have like what is supposed to be a great vigilante detective, Batman, and then like a guy whose name is the Riddler, you should probably have what is a fun, you know, not like fun in like a Sherlock Holmes or a, what's that one of Daniel Craig? Where he solves a mystery. Knives out. He's oh, yeah. <clears throat> that's nowhere. I thought it'd be like that. No. That's what you're, that's your problem, problem. Knives <laughs> out. I thought it'd be like knives out, maybe. You know? Idiot. This dude tried to say the Batman, <clears throat> a dude that's like Batman and Riddler, it should be like a movie like Knives Out. It should be fun. should be fun. So, dude, first off, there was jokes. They were just well done. Like, they were, they, okay, that reminds me now of a talking point. Thank you, fucking dumbass on Twitter. Yeah, uh, because the jokes in the movie, there were some funny-ass moments. There were moments where me and my brother look at each other and we were just like, oh, my God, it's hilarious. But it's done in such a very, like, well-done way. Like, for example, anytime the penguin was on screen, fucking hilarious, dude. Colin Farrell oh, hell yeah. killed it. Like, I love when they had him, uh, Gordon and him were uh, took him. He's like, what the hell is this? Good cop, bad shit cop? <laughs> like... What? Or when they, I'm still here. Yeah, it's like, what the hell am I supposed to do here? Like, it was just hilarious. And then, like, you know, he's like, he's like, he was, uh, when they're trying, when they're investigating Gordon and, and uh, Bruce and they're like, or Batman, they're looking in the car and he's like, what are we looking for? Like, look for a USB drive. He's like, what? Why a USB drive? And then he finds it. He's like, holds it up. There's a flash drive and attached to the flash is the thumb. He's like, thumb drive. Thumb drive. <laughs> and then when he goes to put to put it, he's like, oh, it's parental lock. He's like, use this, the thumb. And then you see a little uh, thumb scanner come up and Gordon's like, oh, this guy's hilarious. Like, it's just so great versus something like in Marvel, and don't get me wrong, I love my Marvel movies, but this is something that has been getting a little annoying to me. I just kind of overlook it is the jokes. For example, Infinity War in the very beginning when Hulk crashes in the Sanctum Centaurum and they get Iron Man and they're giving them the whole education of the of the of the gems of the Infinity Stones. The ice and cream part. How, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, Ben and Jerry's made an ice cream. And he's like, that was a little chalky. Like a oh, hunk of funk of fudge is like our Hulk yeah. of fudge or whatever. And I'm just like. What the fuck does that got to do with anything right now? We're just talking about this alien that's going to destroy Your the planet. world. And you're over here talking about freaking Debating Ben and Jerry's ice cream. cream. Like the placement of some of these jokes are just like. Now, granted, that I mean, if that was somewhere else down the line, not in the very beginning. Yes, I, I that would have been funny because it was a funny part, but. Just it's just in, out of place. Out of like, place. like yeah. a lot of their, a lot of the, most of their jokes with Marvel movies, and I, they're out of place. And some of them are great, but then some are just like a little, little too much. You know, where he's like, same movie, and he's like, "Who's your master?" He's like, "Who's my master?" What am I supposed to say? Jesus? It's like, "You're from Earth." He's like, "I'm from Missouri." Like, that's Earth dipshit. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of like, I don't know, dude. Like, some of it's like okay, and some of it's just like. 
I don't know. Do you really need to say this shit? Right. And the Batman, like the dialogue was just hilarious. You know, half the, whenever they came up with it, like I'm trying to think of other lines right now, but I can't cause yeah, I'm just getting I'm, tired, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know specifically, but I do know there, there was some like, not like you're going to like, ha, like hilarious, but you it's humor. Yeah. Oh, the, I remember the part where in the, when they have Bruce or Batman after he, the, the explosion, and they have him in the at the precinct, and they're like all surrounded by him, and they're trying to like you know let's just take off his mask. And Gordon's like no, and then he he like steps away, and everyone's like calm down, calm down. And then a, a cop or you know that little chief guy's like you know this and this and this, and one of the officers reaches and tries to get his county like punches him. He's like oh, you know see I can get you for assaulting an officer. And then Batman's like. I counted three or yeah. some shit like that. Like it was just, it was just subtle, but it was like, it was or effective. Like Gordon, like that same scene where Gordon tells him like, okay, look, you're going to throw me a punch and then you're going to escape. And he hits him. And then when they meet up later, he was like, <laughs> you could have like, pulled your punch. You could have pulled your punch. He's like, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's funny in the context of, in the setting, a context of what the world is. Like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't need like this joke. That's just like, way out there i think like i think the only joke or what was trying to be funny in the whole movie that was just kind of like out of nowhere but at the same time is it the cop no it was the well that cop sounded fucking weird that cop that 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 made me laugh though too the whole time i was talking to my my wife was uh selena sitting next to me she's like i'm gonna make a deal with you because he just talked like i'm talking about the chief that the chief cop no no, no. i'm talking about the, the the one cop when batman in the very beginning when he first enters the crime scene and that one cop's like, hey. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because Batman just kind of looks at him like, bro, you better take your hand off me. <laughs> and then later on, as Bruce Wayne, that same cop is like, oh, Bruce. Oh, Bruce yeah. Like, <laughs> it's hilarious because, bro, you don't realize you, it's the same you, dude. You, yeah, you, you circled back to yeah. it. Yeah. No, I was talking about the chief, the the whatever that cop is, chief guy, the one that was in the interrogation scene with, with or in the, what, the same scene I was talking about where he's like, oh, I just got you for assaulting oh, yeah, a cop. Yeah, yeah. That dude sounded like some old, like, godfather mob guy. Like, yeah. Right. You know, he's talking all low and stuff. And sh- I don't know. I can't do the voice, but. No, I was going to say, um, damn, I forgot what was the other part. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I forgot what it was. There was another part where, uh, what time I was funny. Damn it. I don't remember. I can't even think. Yeah, I don't remember. You messed me up. Oh, okay. It's your fault, man. Um, shit, that's gonna bug me, dude. <laughs> think about funny parts in the Batman. Think about it. I'm trying to. I'm trying. Not like to... there was a whole lot of them, but oh, I was talking about the one that fell out of place. Oh, there you go. It was like when he was in Selena Kyle's apartment. And he's like, you got a lot of cats. <laughs> it was just. Oh right. That was like the only the like random. random. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I, I mean, good. I have, I have a thing for strays. Yeah, it's like, well, good, good for being observant, but it was just like, right. it was just kind of random. Like, you got a lot of cats because <laughs> he said it hella, just like, yeah, he just said it all like calm and just normal. Like, it just stood there. I don't know. You got a lot of cats. What? <laughs> She's like, yeah, obviously, right? They call me cat, but I don't think they ever called their Catwoman in the movie. No. Well, uh, do they really ever? Like, even in. Yeah, they know who she is. Well, no, I'm saying even in Nolan's, did they really ever call her Catwoman in that one? I don't think they even called a Hathaway Catwoman. Uh, but she wasn't really Catwoman, dude. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I think that's why they made the reference. Like, we got a lot of cats. Like, that was the closest we'll get. Well, yeah. 
because Michelle Pfeiffer, we all know she was all about cats. She even tells her so. Doesn't she call herself Catwoman or some shit? Damn, go gets like eaten by cats well, and then becomes a cat. Yeah, and then she, you know, gets the whole nine lives thing at the very end, you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, Zoe, the- Zoe did mention that I got nine lives. Oh, she did. She did mention. I was talking it. about Michelle Pfeiffer, but yes. She yeah, she did mentioned mention that too. But yeah, but Zoe even mentioned I got at nine the very lives. end or something like that. Yeah, like, well, when she goes, uh, when she had that dude, um, she wanted to kill him, and she finds out that Falcone, she was going to go after Falcone yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, she's, she's like, I got nine lives off the building. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. That's Tried right. Try to. Oh my goodness. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. But I mean, great movie though. I mean, that honestly, like. I mean, going in there only with the expectation as far as, like, just based off what off your episode previously. You know, I I didn't really have... Going in there, I didn't know what to expect. And I was just so, so happy with, with the outcome of the whole thing. Like, I, I thought it was such a good movie. Yeah, I... I'm telling you, man, like, I loved it. Like, the people who didn't like it, I mean, it's funny. Like, I could almost... I can tell, like why before before they even really explained to me as why they didn't and, like it. And you if know? it's crazy too, because like, I mean, if you look at, like I just pulled up some reviews, like audience reviews, right? One person said from the first scene itself, it made it clear that the amount of thought, work, and creativity that, that has gone into making this movie. The movie will scare you, indulge you in its mystery, and excite you with its action and amaze you with its commitment to telling a truly dark and gritty tale. Yep. That's perfect. I think... Uh... I think I think that part right there, the dark part. You know, I told you there. I, I said there was two types of dark. There's dark in terms of visuals, and then there's dark in terms of like just the thematic. And I think, I think that was too much for people right now. The the dark. Yeah, just yeah. like the themes. Like you had well, and, the Riddler, the way he was killing people. And then at the end, you had all these like fucking snipers and shit. And and see, that's what I did when I got back and I told my girlfriend how it was. Right, you know, because she's super hater on the movie. You know, just oh, dude, she probably. Do you think she would like it after you've seen it? I, I hope so. She says she still wants to give it a shot. I, so we'll see what she says. I don't know if she's going to say, like, eh, it was still all right, out of spite, because I don't think she wants to be wrong. <laughs> but she asked me, because I told her, like, no, it was it was dark. Like, it was a, and she was like, like, the jo- like Joker dark? Like, you know, Joaquin Phoenix. And I was like, eh, yes, but no, only for the simple <laughs> fact that Joaquin, the Joker movie, that was dark, but that was more on, like, that was some... That was a psychological fucking movie. And it was like real shit. Like that dealt with like mental issues. And so it was dark in a sense, but it was dark because it was a very realistic thing. Like this movie's dark because you're like. No, it's, I would say it's the same. What you'd got to know, here's the thing. What you got to say is what's different is the psychological aspect where, like you said it just a little while ago, the Joker, the theme theme is dark and real grounded in terms of mental illness right if you will and this movie is is dark and stuff like that but it's not so much on the side of mental illness is more on the side of a vigilante being a serial killer and also at the same time being a terrorist Mm. that's really what it is like that's so they both can live in the same realm real aspects as far as real world yeah shit to me the joker though was more like when i got to that movie i was like ooh, like after i got out of the joker and saw it i was like damn like that shit kind of hit like you know not like close to home just because like like that but you know what i'm saying like that kind of thing like ooh, like that played on some real type shit yeah yeah no i i agree 
But again, I could say the same thing about this one. I mean, you get a cult following and it, it utilized like current social media aspects, how you saw the Riddler interact with oh, some people. Oh, he goes live and things like that. Oh, absolutely. Lives, has followers and oh, even yeah. asked his, uh, his little like low-key followers how to like make bombs and shit and then got those followers to go and be I think the only reason terrorists and I think stuff. the only reason I say I, I'm putting the Joker like in that more. Yeah, you could definitely say the Batman. You can go that route with the Batman. You're, the Batman had... Char- characters, I would say. The Joker doesn't. There's no characters in that. Yeah. It's just one guy. It follows the guy. Yeah, it follows, it follows him. him. And it's rated R, so they really right? held back. So, so like, yeah. when he killed, the, you know, the two the, people, the, the, the three people. The, yeah. Like, it was pretty freaking brutal. Right? Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. I think that's where it kind of goes on to a more, more realistic. Not saying, like, the Batman, it couldn't happen because they played on some realism in yeah. this one. It wasn't, like, outlandish, like, Schumacher, you know, <laughs> Some shit like that, you know, but... They had nipples on the chest? No, they didn't have the nipples on the chest. Um, you know, they didn't focus when he was putting on his suit. They didn't focus on, like, the freaking, you know, his ass cheeks or anything else like that. You remember that stupid part? Every yeah, time when that dude put on, on the suit. suit, it's like, why, why do you got to just automatically ass shot? Why? Nope. Why? that smooth ass shot, bro. That's like, what it is. Freaking ridiculous. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Um, how would you rate the Batman? One to ten. 10 being the best. Wow. Um, I honestly had, I, I, even when I was talking to my boy, when, when we left the movie, he was talking about like, I, we were literally trying to find a flaw in that movie. Couldn't find one. I'd probably, I'd give it a 10. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I would say there's, I could not find a flaw. He couldn't find a flaw. Like we were trying to think like, what was wrong with that movie? It kept just, it kept you engaged. It kept you like, oh shit, what's going to happen next? Again, for a three-hour movie, you don't feel like you're sitting there for three hours because you're so wrapped up in the story. You're so, like, in everything that's going on. It's nothing, like, overwhelming. There's not a whole lot going on at one time where you're trying to, like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. It's not confusing. Like, it all goes together well. Like, it, it just it meshes well for a movie. I think, like I said, I think it's, you know, I've, I've said it before, like, one of my favorite movies is Seven. Oh, I love that it plays on that. Like you just got to appreciate every, like every it, scene has a purpose mm-hmm. and some type of symbolism or what have you. And I think that's what it is, is people don't take the moment to appreciate all of it. Like from Bruce's narration uh, in the beginning uh, to the end, like just the narration, the words that are chosen, what he says, it's amazing when he first, you know, cause it, when that's happening, there's a lot of symbolic going on. There's a lot of like, there's three crimes happening. And so you're like trying to figure out, okay, which one is, which one is Batman going to appear? And then he doesn't, you know, he appears in that last one. the last one. And then you, you know, he's explaining what the light does and fear, the concept of fear, what it does. And you see him just looking into the shadows thinking, oh shit, is Batman right? behind those shadows? Like, you don't know. And then even when he comes out of the shadows in those, those instances, they're like, it's like a freaking monster or like, you know, some type of villain coming out of the shadows with the deep boot cut and everything like the cinematography, what you what you uh, what they decide to show you, what they don't show you, like everything has mm-hmm. a reason and a purpose behind it. And it means something. And that's what I think a lot of people don't embrace. I, I think people this mo- this movie isn't for someone that wants to go and just like, you know, block summer blockbuster just Bombs, explosion, Michael Bay, Marvel, humor, action, bright, colorful. Like, it's not that. Like, you don't literally got to think to just watch it. And you can accept everything and anything that's happening. 
you know, this one really tries to be grounded and really kind of embrace every scene, uh-huh. every moment to uh, like how we said earlier, the music is amazing and the music plays to the to the rhythm of the scenes like it, it has purpose like there's even a moment like you know you hear that the the traditional um the the, the his little like theme you know the oh, i can't even do it right now because i can't think but <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like I'm, I'm my mind is like five steps ahead uh, and so you know what i'm saying like it has that that theme i know then, which one you're talking about and too and I, can't, I can't even think about yeah, it, I can't right, even think right, it right, 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 right now and then you briefly <laughs> hear it like when he's in the batmobile like when the Batmobile finally gets on the freeway, like you hear it really loud just for that moment because it's letting you know that, yep, here it is. Like right there we are. Let's see. I need to get it. I got to get in here because it's going to bother me. I can't even think right now. So, yeah, there's – what the hell is going on here? My iPad is being stupid. Come on, iPad. Really? Wow. Let's see if I can pull it up. But anyways, um, here I have it the other way. What is that, bro? That's not that. Calm down. It's an ad. Uh, We're in a recession, bro. I can't. I can't afford the premium with no ads. Calm down. You gotta get through. I got it right here. This? (laughs) That scared you, bro. I didn't expect it all like that. Uh, Well, this is kind of the remix version. You know what it reminded me of? And I don't know. Who is that that sings that? Nirvana. How? What do you mean how? Is that an old song? Yeah. The original song is Something in the Way. This one. This is the original song. Okay, so that makes sense. Because when I was watching it, I was like, when I heard that in the movie, I'm just like, dude, that's like, that's a legit song. And I'm like, it reminds me of some like old uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Song. <laughs> but that makes sense. The same genre, so that that, yeah. that works. I had no idea that was a Nirvana song. Yeah, this is Nirvana Ridge. Because he had uh, inspiration of Bruce was like Kurt Cobain-ish. I could see it. That's what he said. And it, you know, so that's why this was like the all emo a little bit. You know. Yeah. I like the movie more than they use Nirvana song. <laughs> this whole time, <laughs> I didn't even know. I had no idea, honestly. Oh yeah, see. It was the same book. Like I was like, "Hey, dude, what's that uh, audio book that we listened to on the way over there?" Same one. Yep. That's so the yeah, one. They, they made it into not. There was an, it's an audio book. Audio book. There you go. Yeah. So that's a good. That's a good book to kind of get a little more uh, background. Anyways, this was the uh, this. You just hear it throughout the whole damn movie. Yeah. And it fits like everything yeah. that is going on. Yeah, I love it. I freaking love it. The music. Michael Giacchino, if that's how you say his last name, fucking killed sure. it. Yeah. I just love how it, like he was able to incorporate that theme in different ways, like all throughout the movie. Yeah. You know? Different, and there was different it was, scenes like it was scary and sometimes, man. The way he it's a, that. it's it's a menacing. It's when you it's a menacing tone. Like yeah. when you put, put it with the scene, you're like, ooh. <clears throat> I love that. That kind of reminded me of like like the animated series. 
when it went into the softer tones of things. Okay. The beginning of that little part, not like where it's at now. Anyways. Yeah. That was good, man. Well. Oh, shoot, my computers. Everything's just not acting up. Everything's acting up right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. I highly recommend it. Um, if you don't want to go to the theater for whatever reason um it will be in hbo max on april 19th really that's the date yep 45 days from release so april nice. 19th and then june i'll thir- I swear to god i'll see it again in theater be before that they'll watch yeah i mean i've seen i saw it twice i'm kind of good just to let it marinate so that way i can see it when it releases in HBO Max. but i don't know i might go see it one more time in theater um i only saw spider-man twice so uh, i wanted to see it more but i didn't you know, I didn't get to go see it again. I'm trying to think, did I see it more than once? I'm pretty sure I saw it twice. That one comes out on uh, digital on the 22nd of what? March. Oh, that's right. It does. Two weeks. So, and then uh, April 12th, I think it's a blue uh, 4K. Nice. But yeah, man. Well, listen, man. Thank you for. Uh, yeah, of course, man. Thank through. you. Appreciate it. I wanted to come on and talk about it, man. This was. <laughs> like after hearing your episode, I'm like, dude, we, we got to talk about it. Like, <laughs> you got to put me on. We got to, we got to talk about this. Um, let me ask you this before we get off actually. So if they do a sequel, what villains would you like to see in the sequel? Uh, you know what? And I honestly didn't think about it up until I want to say I heard a rumor. I could, could have been Matt Reeves. Um, that came out and said that Hugh would like, and I wouldn't have thought about it, but, Thinking about the character, thinking about Matt Reeves and how he did the Riddler, hush. I said that fool. No, you didn't. I said that. Is that my, you? I oh, you know what? I didn't say it on my cast because that was a spoiler. But I have been saying hush. Oh, see, and I was and because I, was saying, I feel like he teased it in the movie. Something came out saying Matt Reeves said he would love to explore the idea of hush as the next villain. So I was like, well, oh, hell yeah. So I think he could pull that off. So there's a different type. There's different versions of hush. And one of them, like more recently, Riddler takes on the role of Hush. Uh-huh. And so initially it's Thomas Elliot was a longtime uh, family He was like a family friend. That grew up with Bruce, well, yeah. His family I, And died. I'm just basing this off of the... The movie the you movie, see. The animated movie. Oh, okay, the animated. Yeah, the, the animated, animated movie, movie. The animated movie took... Uh, the, the animated Hush took a different route. They did the whole Riddler route because Thomas Elliot was so hell-bent and getting revenge on Bruce mm. that he literally... Uh, at least like in the Arkham games, I know they did that in there. He literally uh, plastic surgery his face to look like Bruce Wayne. Oh, damn. And then to the point where he took over uh, Bruce, like Wayne's like stuff, like he pretty much made it sound like Bruce was a, a imposter and people didn't know who to believe and they ended up believing Elliot and he went on this whole little like path and to Bruce to yeah. kind of get his stuff back. But in the movie, the animated movie they recently did and again, some of the comic uh, versions, Riddler took on the role of Hush where he, you know, played at, played as him. And in the movie, the Batman, you learn that one of the reporters that was trying to expose Martha, uh, you know, Wayne or Arkham or whatever they said in this movie, you know, she was psycho and he was going to ex- uh, blackmail Thomas yeah. Wayne. His name was something Elliot. And so I saw that and I was like, what? And then briefly, if you, I don't know if you caught it, you might have to go watch it again. Probably not. Briefly when they're like showing that little, Riddler's showing that little video. Yeah. You see in big letters, it literally says hush with an exclamation point. 
because he wanted. Oh, see, I'm not the one. I, I, I want to say yeah. I might have, but I'll have to watch it again. The reason it was on there is because he said he, you know, he said Thomas, you know, hired Falcone to hush him, and then it shows big old hush. Oh hell yeah! On see? the screen, and there you go. So I was like, yo. So when I saw that, I turned to my wife and I go, hey. Little, I swear little, to God, they're going to bring. They're going to bring Hush. I go. They're going to do it, and then uh, especially now, considering that you know you see him uh, Riddler later in the movie, talking to Joker. Apparently, mm. you know he says, you know, oh, there's going to be a comeback story. And furthermore, there was a there was a little like code thing to explore, explore the website. The yeah, Rata, at the very end. Yeah, Rata, yeah, Rata yeah, Lada. Well, they finally finished that little campaign and the last code has been decipher and it reads as follows. It's saying it as if this was the Riddler saying it. It says, you think I'm finished, but perhaps you don't know the full truth. Every ending is a new beginning. Something is coming. Mm-hmm. And so that's the final uh, that's the final riddle or the final clue that they gave out. So I'm pretty sure Riddler will be back, but I, I'm really hoping they take the hush approach and they do it really, really good. Um, but just really give us like a twist, not just be like, oh, that's Riddler. Uh, I right. feel that if they do do it, it's not going to be Riddler. It'll be somebody else. No, I don't think it'll be Riddler. Because at that point, everyone's going to be assuming. Yeah. And I think it'd be a good twist. But um, I don't mind Joker if he's in the next one, just uh, the background. I don't want him to be the focal point. Yeah. And I'm, I am kind of excited to see this version because he looked like a fucking crazy looking one. So I'm pretty interested. Um, obviously, Penguin will probably be like. I the think top. he'll be a more predominant role in yeah. this next one. So, what what other villain do you, would you like to see, though? I'm trying to think of like, you know, obviously the top villains, but I'm, I want to see. They made these villains real. Like, yeah. the Dark Knight. Did a very the good real job. and they had purpose. The Dark Knight did a very good job as far as like the realism of Joker and Two Face. You know how that could possibly happen to Harvey Dent to turn him into a villain, things like that. You know, but dark aspect, like as far as like Matt Reeves, like going towards the dark route. Other than Hush, I would probably I would say the Joker. Um, just because you already kind of got a glimpse of it a little bit. Um, but I don't know. So some of Batman's primary antagonists consist of Bane, Clayface, Catwoman, Harley Quinn, Joker, Killer Croc, Mad Hatter, Man Bat, Mr. Freeze, the Penguin, Poison Ivy, Ra's al Ghul, the Riddler, Scarecrow, and Two Face. Yeah, and see again, I'm I'm looking at it from the aspect of, can you make without going ridiculously overboard, make these characters real, and so that's where I'm trying to get like, especially keeping along with the very dark and gritty theme of of Matt Reeves so far. How I I'm, I'm trying to visualize the characters. I think the next <laughs> logical villains for them to do is going to be the Court of Owls. With Talon being, you know, one of the uh, the main ones there, um, which would be interesting because they that has some lineage to like Dick Grayson and right. Nightwing, so I can see them introducing that too. But I think it'd be too early for that. Um, another interesting character that they can bring to the live screen that they haven't done, the Phantasm would be pretty interesting. He was in the animated series, The Mask of the Phantasm, right? Um, I think he would, that would be crazy. Um, 
some format of that. Obviously, we said Hush. Um, I think it'd be cool for them to do something with uh, Hugo Strange, Professor Hugo Strange. True. Um, Especially if he's like an Arkham Asylum character and then turns bad, kind of like Harley Quinn when she was the doctor and then became Harley Quinn. Um, Because, I mean, they they made him a very good character in the show, in the series Gotham, Hugo Strange. Yeah. They, you know, he did a really good one in that one. Um, Black Mask can be another one, another mob trying to come up and try to take over uh, Penguin's mob deal so if they want some mob stuff they can do black mask and then in, as far as another serial killer potentially the calendar man that could be another interesting interesting one as well i, I kind of feel like he's gonna hit the low cut the, the the deep cuts i feel matt reeves is gonna be like um like sean gunn did gardens of the galaxy like he'll take deep cuts of, of the villains like he'll do villains that you would have not have seen or really heard of. Oh, okay, yeah. And, and you know, those are going to be the well, see, ones. Well, that's why I'm saying, like, out of the, we've never seen, out of all the Batmans, we've never seen a hush. Yep. You know, so that's why I'm trying to go outside the box a little bit. We've seen a freeze. We've seen a penguin. We've seen a poison ivy. We've seen, you know, the most of the main ones, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think outside the box, like something that he could make real. The only main ones we have not seen movie-wise, Clayface, Mad Hatter, Man Bat, and that's it as far as the ones that I listed earlier. Otherwise, everyone else that I listed earlier in the as the primary antagonist, we've seen them all in the in the big screen. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I feel like he'll do. I think he'll. I think he'll go deep cuts. I think Court of Owls will be the next big thing because they played a big role in like the conspiracy of it. Um, oh my God, Professor Pig. That would be interesting. Professor Pig. Yeah, I'll show you pictures of this guy. He's basically a serial killer. Didn't they they played on that in the show Gotham, didn't they? Did they do Gotham? I swear they did. I never finished Gotham. I swear they did. There was a I know he was in the in pig, Arkham Knight. There was in a pig suit or in a pig mask and yeah, I'm pretty sure they played on him. I can see I can see him not being like a main villain, like a side villain, like just like the beginning of the movie pops up and he's like figuring out this crime and I don't know. There's so much, but as far as main villain, I think they're going to go court of owls. And then I think in the background we'll have hush and then we'll see, I think we'll see every, we'll probably see almost every main villain, but they'll probably do it the way they did penguin in this movie. Like Colin Farrell wasn't the focal point. Like when you saw penguin, it was like, he was in a couple scenes, did a good job. And then that was kind of it. The way they set him up though, for For what's to come. Yeah. It's amazing. No, and I and I one hundred percent agree. And I think that's I think that's what Reeves will do. Like he'll want the the city of Gotham to be living with this rogues gallery. Mm. Um and then potentially at some point, you know, bring them all together to go up against Batman and and we'll see if he does the whole Robin thing. I kind of have a feeling he's gonna skip Robin, Dick Grayson's Robin, and go straight to Nightwing. Really? I kind of have a feeling. Like if he if I I feel like if he's gonna introduce um if he's going to introduce a raw, if they're going to introduce like a, some type of sidekick, I think he, he'll, he'll, he'll just go straight to Nightwing. Like, I don't think he'll just sit there and take time. Cause there's what, three different Robins, four different Robins. Yeah. And with Dick Grayson, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, think about it because if let's see, Bruce is like in his what, early thirties, like 31, 32 in this movie. And that's a little correction by the way, from my last cast. Cause I, the book I threw me off. But after I watched the movie again, it's... In the Batman? Yeah. He's supposed to be in his 30s? Yeah. That dude is not looking in his 30s. 
is supposed to be like 30. Well, cause think about it. Cause my wife pointed this out. Cause, uh, when he's in the, when he goes back to his, um, his, uh, lair or whatever, his cave, uh, they they're playing the, 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 they're talking, the news is playing the thing about the murder. And uh-huh. then they talk about Bruce Wayne. Right. And you see, and they say it's been 10 years since his parents died. And if you look when that happened, he was at least 10 years old, maybe 12. Uh-huh. So if it's 10 years, I still like, Oh no, that is 20. I was like, it's still like 22 was years it 10 old. years or 20. No, I, th- I think they said 20 years. Shit. I'm confused now. I got to ask my wife because she pointed they out. They say 20 or I don't know. Hold on, let me see. Look that one up here. While you're doing that. Oh, here I got you, man. All right, so I I finally used my pause feature on this oh, thing. Nice. <laughs> you guys got to tell me, man. I need to make like little commercials when I lead up to that. Anyways, yeah, I looked it up, and yeah, it's um, it's uh, twenty years since. Oh, so okay, died. so so yeah, he's thirty. So he's in like his early thirties, um, thirty, thirty-one, depending on how old he was when his parents died. He, 10, 11, 12, 8. About right. I don't know. Even still. Anywhere from 28 to 32. So anyways, um, so if you look at it that way, because he doesn't really look like it, even though I think real No, life, like I, I late, mid-20s maybe. Yeah. But, I mean. um, so for him to take on like, you know. The mentor a, role. A mentor role of a kid. It's like, I don't think it's. It's a little out there. Yeah, because it's going to continue. Unless they jump like five years or something. You know, like, oh, yeah, I've been fighting Gotham for five years have gone by or some shit. And like, okay, maybe, but I don't think so. I think they'll just continue where they left off. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, shit, this movie took place in one week. Right. <laughs> you know, so um, I think I think it just may, would make more sense for him to bring on Nightwing right away versus uh, versus uh, Joker or uh, versus Robin. Yeah. But, and it'd be cooler because we haven't really seen a live action. Nightwing. Nightwing. Not it, at all. Outside of Titans. I don't know if you've seen the show. Yeah. That show was amazing. Dude, I've just, I just started getting into Titans. I'm on season. Are you serious? Yeah, dude, I'm on, I'm still on season one, but I'm on episode like 10. So, but that show's intense. Oh, it's so good, dude. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen, if you have not watched Titans on HBO Max, watch it. No joke. It is good. It's like one of the best live action DC things out there. Yeah. Like, I wish somehow they. Because they're on what? Three, right? Three seasons right now. They're on the third. I'm Uh, pretty sure they're only on three. Are they on three? I'm pretty sure. I don't know because I was watching them and then I got bummed out because I'm like, oh, it's over. <laughs> I'm bummed out. Um, yeah, because I think they're working on season four. Yeah. It's finally addressing its Batman problem. Yeah, because season three just premiered. I just wanted to Yeah, sure. not that long ago. Yeah, like it's fairly recent. So I know. Yeah, because you know what? I remember I was watching like the... DC fandom and they had a preview like oh get ready for the finale or something oh, okay. so, there you go yeah um yeah definitely check out that show it is really good and yeah I think they're working on season four right now so at least I hope they do I don't see where are you? I'm trying to find the there we go um yep still active and I, I love the actor they got to play as uh, Dick Grayson slash Robin slash spoiler Nightwing. Um, it's actually pretty good. Like a lot of the casting is actually not bad, but it is brutal. Yeah, it is. It is a brutal show and a lot of F it's mature rated for sure. It's like R rated stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, I don't know, man. I'll see. I know they're doing a Batgirl movie that's disconnected from everything. So Are they? yeah. 
was the Batgirl movie coming out. I know out. they were doing. I know they did the show. They didn't do a show. They did Batwoman. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Batgirl. Oh, and uh, what's his name? Repri- reprises his role as Gordon from um from DC from Justice League. Oh, J.K. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. So I don't know. I think it's the same Gordon, but I don't know. Um, I I don't know. We'll see how that goes, man. It's just. I'm cool with them doing like multiple different universes, different things, not connected. They don't always have to be connected like Marvel does it. But um, as long as we're able to, we're not like restricted to seeing those characters appear in those properties, whether it's a different actress or whatever, then that'd be cool. But uh, we'll see. We do have uh, two more Batmans coming out this year, though. Well, technically three more Batmans. Huh? <laughs> I loved your confused face. I'm like, wait, what? We're going to see t- three more Batmans this year, dude. How do you figure that? How do I figure that? The Flash. Oh, we'll see Ben Affleck. We'll see Affleck and Keaton. And Keaton. Yeah, and right, right, right. recently announced DC animated DC superhero or super friend. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is I back. I saw that. Did you, actually, <laughs> did you actually see, like, hear the little clip of it? Yeah, I watched the trailer. Yeah. It's the trailer that's on there. Because at first I watched it, I'm like, who is, I, I know this voice. Why do I know this voice? And I then it wasn't until the end of the trailer when they show, and it said, and Keanu Reeves. And I was like, oh my God, I had to go back and watch the trailer Of course it had to be again. Keanu. Yeah, I was like, it is so funny. Yeah, it is. So yeah, Keanu Reeves, animated Batman, and then uh, Batman Affleck, so, and uh, yeah. Michael Keaton will be Batman again in the, uh, the, the Flash. Flash movie. So Should be good. We'll have four Batmans in one year, dude. It's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting. But yeah, man. Well, um... Like I was saying about uh, 20, 30 minutes ago. Thanks for coming out, man. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Appreciate you. We got to do this again. This was fun. Um, and yeah, if you guys haven't seen the Batman, go watch it. Watch it and judge it for yourself. And again, try I, that, to erase all concepts of like any previous Batman you've seen, Marvel movie, like just go in there, just a crime, completely open minded thriller suspense drama yep. serial killer film like this what this is like mm-hmm. it doesn't even it doesn't even feel comic bookish outside no. of the fact that you see a dude and a dress up as a bat, as a bat you yeah. know that literally is the only aspect of it honestly yeah. everything else is like pretty grounded and legit yeah so but yeah check it out and until next time cool